after we clone her with her DNA from it. Just what kind of magical powers does Canadian milk have, and can it do cloning? I can't. I can't reveal the secrets. <laughs> I've been sworn by the government. I'm Jamie Goulding. This is Twitter user Ange Soymilk. Angela Ange, known professionally as Neil Bishki Gun Fan. This is 138 on Twitter. Uh, Palm stand. Now you go, Jeff. Oh, cool. And yeah, it's, uh, I'm Jeff. And that's about it. No, um, actually, yeah, I'm not so creative. All of my everything is just my actual name. That's probably not a good idea in the year 2023. Uh, I'm Jeff Maziata on Twitter. I'm Jeff Maziata on Instagram. I'm Jeff Maziata on Facebook. I'm Jeff Maziata in life. I have always referred to you as Window Jeff. Yeah, yeah, I think I'm Window Jeff, basically. Which is cool. Yeah, we have a celebrity today. It's Jeff. <laughs> From the window, specifically. Window Jeff. Ichigaya window. <laughs> yes, specifically Ichigaya, yeah. I think we should explain a bit, though, for those who don't watch Chocolate yeah. Pro regularly. <laughs> Since this is Watch Tej, I can assume, I can't assume everyone also watches uh, Tej or what, what, what should we call Chakra Pro? Chapij. <laughs> Actually, according to our demographics, we are very Chakra Pro heavy. Chaco I was saying, probably are. Yeah, well, there's a, there's a bit of overlap between Chakra Pro and TJPW, I think. Um, mm. A little yeah, bit, for sure. I mean, they've Little there's bit. no wrestlers that are like in both promotions or anything, but you know they both have wrestlers named May, different Mays, but Mays. Well, it's technically Mesa Ruga. Mesa Ruga no. does work both promotions. Yeah, Mesa Ruga's appeared. That's true. That is true. I was referring to regulars. Mm-hmm. And Mizu- Mizuki's been on Choco Pro. <laughs> mm-hmm. Maybe surprise. Uh, I mean, I don't, I don't think Mesa Ruga's in TJPW. No, well, not she appeared not one a... time. She, she's, uh, well, she's wrestled. She's not a member. Not as a regular. Yeah. But yes, if you guys do watch Choco Pro, if you see a foreign-looking guy standing outside the right window, or well, maybe from Jeff's point POV, it's the left. Yeah, window. from my um, yeah, that's from him. my POV, it's the left window. From everyone else's POV, it's the right window. Uh, it's my window. I would like to say stage left, stage right. It's yeah, Jeff's. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's pretty good, you know. So yeah, it's it's it's, it's fun. Uh, it's. I used to sit on the inside, and then I would always kind of end up with the same seat on the inside. But then uh, one day I wasn't able to get the inside seat because I was a bit slow, and I was uh, standing uh, inside against the wall, and it was all right. But, you know, I I thought, eh, sitting might be a little more comfortable. And so then I I had a chance to get the outside window seat. I sat there, and I actually really enjoy sitting out of the window because I could, like, stand up i can drink my coffee like i usually have a coffee with me and i don't want to bother in japan it's kind of a thing like if you're inside and having a coffee you'd probably bother the people around you right but outside i can enjoy my coffee i could like stand up sit down lean against the window it's like this is the best of all worlds so i just ended up being in the window <laughs> but yeah so if you if you go to choco pro please do not uh, purchase window seat 56 it used to be 46 but now it's 56 that's uh that's my uh that's my regular seat (laughs) 
No, I, he's no, a actually, regular there. If you, if, you, if you do come to Chaco Pro, feel free get any seat you want. Uh, if you happen to take the the seat that I usually sit in, go for it. I'll I'll adjust around. I'll be happy to to meet you. That's what Jeff says, but well, I don't it, know if that's it... what he really means. <laughs> I do have a suggestion, if I of may course. make a suggestion. We could watch Saki Sama and May Saint Michelle in Chaka Pro against Emi Sakura oh, and yeah. Yuna Mizumori. <gasps> oh jeez! That's true. That's a crossover episode today. Are you not... <laughs> in the window for that episode? I, I don't. Jeff? I don't think was that, no was no, that might have been in the time before times where where we weren't allowed to be audience in there. Uh, let me. Ch- yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I was no say, when was that? That was uh, that was a while ago. Fuck. You're saying it. Well, then you are our, our Sherlock Holmes that can recreate vividly within your mind palace for us what it would have been like to have been in the window <laughs> in that episode for that match. You can make us believe, Jeff. You can make us believe. I, I would say being <laughs> in the window for any Chaco Pro match is just basic chaos. And the funny thing, actually, so this weekend... Uh, we had, uh, another, there was another, uh, person in the window, looked like someone who might've been a newer, newer folk, newer, uh, Japanese fan, uh, younger guy. And, um, he had his phone kind of sitting on the window seal for like the whole time. And I was just like waiting for somebody to just jump up on the window and just crush his phone underneath their feet. You know what I mean? Like I... I was like, man, I should really warn him about, like, hey, bro, you should get oh. your phone. But he was just, I don't know, like, you know how some people have that vibe of, like, they don't want to be bothered? So I was like, eh, let me just, you know, so I was like, let me not bother him. Some people, they're usually quite cheerful, yeah. and you're like, hey, what's up? You know, and you're chatting away. But he just had this kind of, like, mask of silence around him. So I'm like, eh, let's just hope nobody steps on his phone. <laughs> It was all right though, but it was a it was a he he kind of got the hint after May came jumped off the windowsill a few times. He's like, oh, maybe, maybe I should move this. Um. So you decided that the best way to make this as really really low key as possible was to go on one of the most popular wrestling podcasts and announce that he's like going to get his phone crushed well no what i'm saying is if you do want to crush your phone because maybe you've got insurance and it's time for an upgrade come to a choco pro show and leave it on the windowsill you'll you'll be able to turn in that phone for for an upgrade quite easily because it'll get broken <laughs> actually mesa ruga has left her phone on that windowsill in front of me so many times <laughs> just like, well, there's May's phone just sitting there. Like, hey, May, you, uh, you left your so phone. So what you do in that situation? Do you, like, reach in and, like, take care of May's phone? Oh, uh, no, that, that'll usually be in the after kind of thought. Or do you just, like, you just fucking, you stand off and it's like, whatever happens, happens. Well, usually I just take it home and sell it on eBay and, you know, make a little money off of it, but, you know. Oh, is that listing still <laughs> up? The ramblings of May Saruga. <laughs> nah. I'm trying to see yeah. if she has someone's number That's in funny. it. Now, yeah, so she, she yes, occasionally the phone. She has a plan. That's... You know, she has a plan for that chaos yeah. and madness that she's. Well, running. that's a good thing about Japan is it's safe enough that you can do that. Nobody's gonna, nobody's gonna steal your phone or any of that stuff. So, actually, I 
Actually, I have a lighter I have to bring back. I actually have the lighter that was used for the... I forget whose cake it was recently. Somebody's birthday cake. I ended up having the lighter because it, it fell off the window seal onto the floor outside. And I grabbed it to bring in. But during the whole checky and signing and everything at the end, I, I forgot to give it back to Chie. So actually, I have to bring it in next time. I have Chie's oh, lighter. Oh, man. So. You have Chie's <laughs> yeah. lighter? You have Chie's lighter? Well, I don't know if it's technically Chie's, but... No, I, I believe you. I believe you in my heart of hearts that this is just some random piece of chaos that was wrought, and now you have Chie's lighter. But, oh, man, you have Anyone... Chie's lighter. I know a lot of people who would want to buy that <laughs> off you right now. Yeah, well, it's that's a pretty cheap lighter. Uh, just a little cheap thick one. Anyone want to guess the color? Orange. <laughs> Any other guesses? That's a good first guess, by the way. Uh, that would be the natural guess to go with. White? It's actually pink. So maybe it might not be Chie's. It might be uh, might be someone else's, <laughs> but it is a pink thick lighter. Ah. But yeah, I've got to bring it back. Maybe this weekend. I'll, I'll Actually, tomorrow. I'll bring it back tomorrow and give it back to them. I mean, I don't think they really care about a 99 cent lighter. After we clone her with her DNA from it. Just what kind of magical powers does Canadian milk Wait, have? Let me see. Can it do cloning? I can't. I can't reveal the secrets. <laughs> I've been sworn by the government. When I when I light it, it 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 says say hello. That's that's very strange. When you light it, it it actually oh. says say hello, and then it, and then it lights your cigarette. That's that's very say charming. goodbye. Jeez. <laughs> All right. Anyway, enough rambling. <laughs> but yeah, so oh, but it, have... it's it's good to be on the show. What's up? I do have some questions, though. Yeah, of course. We we didn't take any like questions this week from people on Twitter, but I have a lot of questions for Jeff this week because he's our special celebrity <laughs> oh, yeah. we have this week. <laughs> the guy who stands um, out with, outside ask? of windows. Go for it. I wanted <laughs> to be selfish with this episode and have Jeff all to ourselves. Oh, I see. No, I'm definitely happy. Like, so my thing is like. Obviously, it's it's fu- the joke about being it's funny, but like obviously, you know, for me, I I just think it's really cool, and um, you know, I I'm glad there's a lot of overlap, but you know, if there is anyone who's listening that you know likes Teej but has never seen Choco Pro or Gato Move, definitely want to encourage them to check it out because I think that if you like the wackiness of TJPW and the charm of TJPW, you'll find a lot of the same stuff. In Choco Pro, right? So, do you want to watch this this crossover episode? Oh, uh, we can watch. Let's watch. Let's stick to the. I mean, let's stick to the TJP Circuit City, only because it'll probably take me like an hour to find the crossover episode because I'm really slow at that stuff. But anyway, I can link it. I already got it. You know me. And Angela Pariar has it. There's up. anything Ange with Neil Bishki gun? I have it. Uh, <laughs> All right. I do have like a she whole. She has that shit playlist. bookmarked. She probably so, watches yeah. it okay, once a week. Thank you. Let's see. <laughs> see oh, it's the Masa. It's in oh, is it the Takanashi Return the... Show? <laughs> ah, okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's the Masa. And your timestamp. Yeah, everyone's timestamp is forty-one fifty. Oh yeah, it was. Yeah. Wait. Was this the? This it isn't the live show, by, is like, it? Because I was at that. I was at. Okay. Show. No. This is the. Uh... Okay. So this is the one in the in the Choco Pro. Yep. 
It was the one that was supposed yep, to be yep, live, yep, yep, but then yep. COVID kept postponing it, so they just said fuck it and did it. Um, it should be like they already like timestamped. What timestamp did you say? It should be like forty-one fifty. One oh eight. No. I'm at one. That's probably when the, that's when the match ended. For, for no, no. This has this oh, no. has squats. Oh yeah, oh. squats on. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, you want to if if we do our pop girls, then we need to do squat songs. Oh Jesus! Yes, Christ. we do. Yeah, actually, no, we do not. Well, should we just watch the squat song right now and then jump back up to forty-one fifty? It's like the I don't see it's a like squat nine song. minute mark. Plus, oh, you want to skip? I mean, yeah, Alien to... Aki and so... Minoru Fujita versus Chris Brooks. I mean, that's and... not Tej, is it? No, it is a show. You have it's to deep. watch the. You have to experience the show as. Yeah. A whole so this this is my is. thing. Yes, this is my thing. I I agree. I agree. But then that makes the show longer than the other one. <laughs> yeah, I agree. Then it maybe, does. Let, well, what we could say is, uh, yeah, I I agree with Boyd that like generally, it's like if you're gonna watch, we should watch a full show, right? Not just one match. That that kind of a bit of a, a. And we have to do Jenkin. Yep. Well, you would need to do Junkin, obviously, but but Saki Sama and Macy Michelle aren't in Junkin. Why not? You still have to do Junkin. <laughs> <laughs> you know they might have had another show that day. <laughs> That's generally the <laughs> generally the only reason why they wouldn't be there is if they were literally rushing off to. Let's see, what day was that? That was July thirteenth, twenty twenty one. Was there a TJPW show that day? Because they probably were going straight from one to the other. <clears throat> and it looks like that's no, I don't think so because this this one was pretty late. Yeah, so it's an it's an evening it show. Also, it looks like yeah, it was a night show yeah. for them. <laughs> In the chat around the time of that, I see myself uh, with with posts about the number of viewers and likes. That's funny. I'm pretty sure I was in so the I, chat. I definitely for this was. One. I, I was watching it live at the time in the chat. Yeah, I, I was too. <laughs> I didn't watch this one live. It was like 5 a.m. and I was too weak back then. Yeah, it was like 3 in the morning for me. <laughs> but then I did wake up and I watched it and I was so amazed that they were actually here in Ichigaya. Well, we can do yeah. this crossover episode or we can go with the current episode. Those are our choices. Let's make one now. Well, the Choco Pro is technically longer than the other one now for watching all the matches. Let's let's do let's do let's do the current let's do the original plan and let's say I would love to be able to come back on the show to do the crossover next time. Okay, next episode Jeff comes back. We'll do that. Okay. So look forward to that, listeners. Because what I'd like to do is well, if we we're going to do a crossover Choco Pro. Well, okay, yeah, you're right. It should have someone from TJPW. On it. <laughs> Well, that one we could we could cherry pick matches, so we could watch Mizuki, Shoko. Yep, the, there's a few the options Pichigan. in there. There, there is a few options in there. There's actually quite. Yeah, a there few we options. can pick like a three or so matches that like have a Tej crossover. Oh my God! Speaking what? of Shaka, one thirty H, it's not just you. That she Other sucks. people have confided in me. They have secretly confided in me that although they they love her as a wrestler. Her gimmick is just zero. There is nothing Aha! to her. Whoa, whoa, whoa. She is just Wait, who not embarrassed. Right? Who is confiding in and you? Look, ooh, I, ooh, I cannot yes. tell you. I cannot like, tell you. Like, people are actually DMing you this? <laughs> yes, I am getting I am DMs. the voice of the people. Like, people are... 
People slide into Void's DMs for this reason. Look, if <laughs> if someone wants to say something, I will I will give them a platform. You know me. And who are, what wrestler are we talking about here? Or, or, or we're not gonna we're not gonna say it. We're, we're trying to to be vague about this. I know no vagary. Okay, so yes, we are going to start with the Up Up Girls, yep. and that is at zero 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 zero. This is TJPW City Circuit Winter Osaka Performance 2-4-2023. And luckily I was able to circuit out of getting any questions from Anne, so that was good. (laughs) (laughs) Like, the reason I did not get around to doing questions and such is that um, it is Jengenek's birthday. Oh yeah, I saw it online. So... She has been uh, living it up and having a good time. <laughs> well, I wish her a happy, happy birthday. A happy, happy birthday. Yeah, same. Happy birthday to her. Happy birthday to my bestie. Yes, happy birthday. We watch a lot of films yeah, in my house. You know you live in a house if you call them films. See, I live in a crappy, tiny ap- apartment in Tokyo, so I call them movies. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not uh, classy enough for films. No, actually, I I do quite enjoy a good film. So that's good to know that you guys Netflix and chill at home for her birthday. That's good. Yeah, like, she's she's just got things that she loved and enjoyed. Uh, Some Swedish fish. Um, You mean uh, the candy, right? Yeah, the candy. Not some actual Swedish fish. (laughs) Hello, everybody! What? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> well he did he did say they were netflix and chilling we became so. tj dark oh no even though it's like what time like after dark 8 a.m in japan for you? it is 8 a.m yeah i woke up at 6 a.m for this and then it took us <laughs> uh, well okay it's my fault probably but you know i was like ready to go at seven and then we didn't start till like 7 30 i woke up early for nothing <laughs> no actually but i feel like as i was waking up at six i'm like what am i doing I realized, like, wow, this is what it's like for most people in, like, Europe or America as they're like, I want to watch Japanese wrestling. They have to wake up at these ungodly hours to do it. And so I give them so much respect. Like, it's it's awesome. Like, I think that's great. Like, I, I, I feel mean, for, for them. You know, I, feel I for also guys. question how you wake up so early to go to Ichigaya <laughs> for these Choco Pro shows. Because sometimes it's as early as, like, 10 a.m., right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's like usually 10 a.m. Recently, we've been starting a little bit later at noon, which is nice. But yeah, the 10 a.m. shows, I actually, I don't live that far from Ichigaya. I live, <laughs> I could probably ride my bicycle there in like 20 minutes or 15 minutes. But um, I usually take the train. Oh my god, um, you are such and... a yokel. <laughs> what? <laughs> because I could ride a bicycle to Ichigaya? Yeah. <laughs> or because I think... <laughs> You that, need to be taking the train because you should be keep, keep taking the train. You know, our train god loves people who take her train. Yeah, I, I do take the train. I do take the train. Um, one of these days, I'm going to ride my bike and see if I can just park it next to Sakura's bike or something. Oh, like that, that would be bike. beautiful. Don't do it in winter, though. Yeah, <laughs> I think your bike is like has the potential of becoming a weapon. <laughs> in that case, yeah, yeah, I'll probably I'll probably park it down by the street just to be safe. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, so so I live pretty close, but even that, I usually leave my house. Actually, I've got it pretty pretty well timed out. I go there so often is I, I leave my house at 9. Okay, 
technically I could leave my house at 9.23, but I usually leave at 9.20 and then I get there. Um, so yeah, if you're going to go to a Choco Pro, if the show starts at 10, um, the entrance is at 9.50, so 10 minutes before. Um, and it's very precise. Like we're not allowed to stand on the street out front because there's just, it's a small alleyway and it, it bothers the neighbors. Japan is very full of like kind of little, little unspoken rules or little things of kind of society in, in ways to not bother other people. Um, and but, yeah. old men that like to pee everywhere. <laughs> I mean, well, I mean, isn't that, I thought that was kind of universal. <laughs> Tokyo has a huge problem of old men that just pee everywhere. It is true. And it's really funny because, okay, so I don't want to get into a whole thing or whatever, but like, so there is, okay, so as a foreigner living (laughs) in Japan or as a non-Japanese person living in Japan, um, there's the whole, and I know most people who are, uh, they, they know about Japan, they know about these things, and there's these kind of, and part of it may be a stereotype, but anyway, there's this idea of like as a foreigner, as a gaijin, a lot, not all, but some Japanese people look at you as maybe like, oh, foreigners don't understand the rules of Japan, or uh, they break the rules of Japan, or they do things that are they're not supposed to do. So there's a lot of these little things, like uh, if you're on the train, you shouldn't be eating or drinking food on the train. Um, and most people don't do these things, and I don't do these things. Um, but when a foreigner does these things, everyone seems to make a big uproar about it, or people will look at them and this guy's doing this or whatever and you'll see this right and even me i'm like what the hell dude you're making all of us look bad chill you know like it's like stop you should behave properly but then you'll see like these like 45 year old salary men they're like i do what i want you know they're like getting drunk on the train they're peeing on the street and you're like if i was to pee on the street i would be arrested immediately but if i was a 45 year old salary man it's like yeah no worries and it's like, dude, what the hell is this double standard? Absolutely. But, you know, it, it, that, that, it is what it is, right? So, yeah, but please... Watch Teach, bringing you all the information and news and cultural importance yeah. that you need to know, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> yeah, I got yelled at by an 85-year-old Japanese man, uh, a grandpa, nice OG-san, because I was eating my sushi the wrong way. Middle, mi- Meanwhile, this other salary man's just, like, taking a piss on the random street sign, yeah. and everyone's cool with it. <laughs> it's like, wait, what? by the way so yes if you depends an interesting country if you do no it's a great country um lovely people everybody if you come to japan everybody will treat you wonderfully like you know don't i'm just kidding around but everyone will treat you lovely um but if you are eating sushi that's actually a good thing so when you eat sushi do you use uh like soy sauce shoyu or no i do how do you how do you how do you put the soy sauce or dip the sushi in the soy so sauce? What I've heard is you're supposed to like flip it so like the fish part goes into the soy sauce, correct? Ding ding! Yes, you are. Look at you. See, I did my studying. The, the old man would love you. <laughs> yes, yes, you would. You would. You would not get yelled at by a drunken eighty-five-year-old at the table next to yours. <laughs> yeah, they probably. Well, that's yeah, but no. some other uh, reason. Yeah, it's really interesting. I had no idea about this, but yeah, the correct way to eat the sushi is you should uh, you should dip the fish side in. Do you know why? Why is that that we do so that? So the rice doesn't get soaked with soy sauce. Dude, you're like you're an expert. You're the genius. Exactly <laughs> right. If you dip the rice side in, it'll soak up too much soy sauce and it'll ruin the flavor of the sushi. Is the idea. Um, so yeah, so I, I didn't learn that until an 85 year old gruffly stopped eating his sushi. 
corrected me very strongly and then intently watched me for the rest of my meal to make sure I was eating my sushi the correct way. It was it was quite a fun experience. But now I know. Oh. Anyway, one side that sidetrack. I guess society yeah, yeah. was made better. Actually. Yep. Lessons were taught. I guess they hold table manners actually, in like high regard. And no, everything is held in high regard here. It's a very proper society. <laughs> yeah, it is what it is. So the question is, did the sushi? Did I enjoy the sushi more because I used, ate it the right way? Mm. And yeah, not really. <laughs> not really. It, it's oh, were you just me. terrified? Yeah, the funny thing is these days, actually, we have, uh, over the last couple weeks, uh, there's been what's called sushi terrorists in, in Japan. Um, some Sushi terrorists. Yep, yep. Uh, apparently a young a young kid, like a teenager, I think, a young guy, uh, they were filming, he, you know, they, they were filming themselves at uh, one of the famous uh, Titan Zushis, or the conveyor belt sushi places. Mm-hmm. Um, and he was like, licking random plates and putting them back on the conveyor belt and like licking his hands and then like rubbing them all over the soy sauce bottles and all this stuff and posting a video about it. basically very unhygienic things which is extremely rare in japan and it blew up and people like made a huge deal about it and uh i think it was sushi row and sushi row's stock dropped by like five percent in a day <laughs> and, like, and, and the, the company wow. had to like make a statement and they called the wow they lost stock. yeah their stock price went down as investors fled from the company because some random kid decided to post a video of him licking all the bottles of soy sauce in the restaurant and now there's like <laughs> that is just insane yeah, yeah it was it's crazy and it was it's been dubbed sushi terra or sushi terrorism. <laughs> sushi terrorism. Yep, so there is your 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 weekly Japanese news as brought to you by Jeff. And now we're like forty five minutes in and haven't started the the show. <laughs> Do we even need to at this point? Like this is, I'm learning a lot of information from Jeff. Yeah, I this is just I am learning so much about your world. Maybe you are the show, Jeff. Maybe think, you are the show. I think a lot of people are tuning in just because they would hear Jeff is on the podcast this week. Yeah. I told you, a celebrity. Yeah, maybe like there's like they just five want to hear Jeff or, talk. Window five Jeff. Or six Choco Pro fans who might be like, "Eh, no, no, you're let's, very let's famous." Let's hear what this dummy sounds like in real life. It, no, in the West, do you are you are an icon. You, you are know, it is it, it is funny. Like, uh, um, for a while there, I, I did I do feel or I did feel like I kind of represent the Western fan in the audience. You know what I mean? Like, because generally, I am other than the holiday period, which is great. Like, if anyone has a chance to visit Japan, and you're like, okay, I want to visit Japan for wrestling, the one time to do it is during the kind of uh, Christmas, New Year's, especially the specifically New Year's holiday time. Um, because at that time of the year, it's like wrestling nirvana in Japan. It's insane. Like in Tokyo, there's like, on some days, there's like 10, 14, 15 different wrestling shows happening at the same on the same day throughout Tokyo. So like people will go to like, it's like WrestleMania weekend type stuff, but it's like for like... <laughs> eight nine days straight and like there's just shows all over tokyo everywhere all the promotions 
So people will go to like, I don't know how they afford it, but people will fly in. Uh, I met a German, uh, a great German lady uh, who flew in and she was going to be in Japan for seven weeks. And she had her plan of 45 wrestling shows that she was going to be going to. Basically, like, it was, like, more shows than days. Um, and she... It is wrestling mecca. Yeah, it, it, it's, it was, it's amazing. That holiday period in December and January is the absolute best time if you, if you like Japanese wrestling. If I save up enough money to travel, that'll be me one day. Yep. Oh, imagine watch Teach Live. Yes. Definitely, definitely. Yeah, and of course, if anybody, any listeners or anybody, if if people are interested in coming to Japan or they have questions about Japan or they've got it on their radar, you know, obviously people are free to shoot me a message on whatever social media app. I'm happy to try to help them figure it out, make a plan, um, give them some advice, what's good around the city, what part of the city they might want to stay in if they're looking for areas for hotels, uh, any of that stuff. Help with. I often offer help with, like, if they're having trouble with the Choco Pros tickets you know whatever I'm, I'm happy to help people if i can and then and then jeff promises to take you to go eat conveyor belt sushi yep and then we'll together. we'll lick everything and become sushi terrorists uh, did you see <laughs> the new one that has not only the the sushi on a conveyor belt but it also has all of the seats on a conveyor belt in the opposite direction i have not seen that but it sounds like a damn art project is that a real restaurant it it that is a real restaurant. So is this like a is Don't it you? like the idea is like you have to like be quick to grab the food before that seems like a disaster waiting to happen. Yeah, like it does, doesn't it? Is this a restaurant or like an amusement park um, park ride? <laughs> yeah, it's like a gotcha pawn machine, but you're the gotcha. Like it's like it's really that's really interesting. <laughs> I gotta look for that. I'm gonna look that up. If 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 it if it if it's in Tokyo, I'll I'll give it a try and I'll let you know. Look, I if I I I am getting my information from bullshit sources. So like, no no no. I, totally I could imagine up. it being a thing. So a lot of times we also have these various pop up restaurants and and ideas and pop up restaurants come and go all the time in Tokyo for like a month here, a couple months there. A lot of times they're like themed. You know, like there's like all sorts of stuff like you know like if an anime is popular actually there's a stranger things so stranger things uh the netflix show has gotten really popular in japan over the last year and um last year there was originally meant to be a two month long but they extended it but one of the coffee shops changed their whole layout and became like a stranger things coffee shop and it was it, it, or it might have been a pizza shop. I don't remember, but it was like crazy because now, if you happen to be a regular, like that's your, let's say that's your normal coffee shop that you go and you, you do your like, you know, remote working from or whatever, and you're like, sweet, this is my coffee shop that I go to in the morning. Good luck, because now you have like a one hour line to get there, and you have to reserve a spot because like it's a Stranger Things cafe for this month, and it's reserved like weeks ahead of time. <laughs> it's like, well, I guess I'm not going to go to that coffee shop this month. Mm -hmm. But, um, but no, it's really fun, actually, all the different kind of theme restaurants. So I could absolutely see somebody having this whimsical idea and being like, screw it, let's open it up. And in Tokyo, it will probably be successful. It's so exciting. I've always wanted to, like, I admire how they always do, like, pop-up cafes and restaurants in Japan for, you know, like, anime, video games, whatever the popular fad is. We don't have any fun oh, here yeah. in North America. <laughs> we have no fun. Yeah. Japan gets I remember a couple years ago from a. Well, he lives in LA, yeah. so LA is like the party city. 
Yeah, you guys have like a little Tokyo. So we get a lot of that shit. Meanwhile, me and Void living. Not Void, yeah, living in the middle of nowhere. Uh, Living in the Void. What deranged (laughs) fantasy are you putting me into now? (laughs) Vermont, you you live with all the dairies around dairy. (laughs) I live with bagged milk. I live with bagged milk. Bagged milk? (laughs) This is. You don't know? Oh, you didn't know? He didn't know. Your ass better call somebody. Oh, you don't know? <laughs> I've been promoting this podcast by offering <laughs> to ship bag milk to all listeners' houses. Because in Canada, we ha- get milk in bags. Yeah. Little, little like, individual baggies? Yes. Like a Actually, liter bags. Well, you would... Oh, like one liter one. bags. Oh, my goodness. You can, you can get a little mini, like one cup six ounce bags maybe of sometimes in the grocery store of milk or chocolate milk and and you just kind of poke your straw through the top of it uh in japan oh see jeff knows there is that one too and especially in elementary school they would give you like bag milks uh, mm. bags of milk and then you would just take your little straw and stab it through and so <laughs> i used to milk. i used to teach uh english as a uh i came to japan i was originally coming as a uh university student and uh, i was do after after i got out of the army and i was using my gi bill i i came to japan for a gi bill to to use my uh, to use that and go to university and my part-time job i was an english teacher and then i shifted over to junior high school english teaching for a, for a little while and uh i was in quite the posh junior high school because uh, all of our students got their milk in little glass bottles like very nice glass bottles of milk I was like, ooh, you guys are fancy up in here. <laughs> and the interesting thing is, like, but the crazy thing in Japanese junior high school is, like, everyone eats the same lunch and drinks the same milk. And unless you have, like, a legit allergy, like, you eat the same food. Like, it's it's about, like, community and, like, every, it's weird. Like, like you're not allowed to bring your own school lunch. Like, you must eat the school lunch. It's a real – Japan schools are, 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 are quite an interesting thing. And every school is different. Some schools, it's 100% students bring their lunch. Other schools, it's like the school does lunch and you're not allowed to bring your lunch. But um, it's interesting. Um, I don't drink milk. And so, but the thing is, is like uh, that much. I, I'm not a big milk drinker. Okay. Sorry, Andrew, you'd hate me for this. Ooh. Unless it's coffee milk. But um, but like, coffee. yeah, so like. Unless it's uh, what, coffee milk? milk. Uh, you guys got to know so, your milks. Oh, so oh, yeah. So, okay. So, in Japan, uh, if you go to the onsen, if you go to hot springs and onsen, uh, one of the big traditions at onsen is drinking milk. It sounds kind of strange, but um, a lot of onsens have what's called coffee milk, and it's it's coffee-flavored milk, basically, right? Um, and they're in these little glass bottles as well. And um, so it's kind of a thing when you go to onsen, you should get a, a glass bottle of coffee milk, and it's, it's quite, quite uh, nice. They wouldn't let me in. Is it complimentary? What, do you have tattoos I'm, or something? Yeah, I, I'm tatted up, so they they wouldn't let me in. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, yeah, we have to leave them yeah, behind. I have all visible, visible tattoos. Yeah, life is difficult if you have tattoos in Japan. A couple of my buddies here are heavily tattooed, and um, my, my best buddy, uh, Eric, will be walking around in Shinjuku. Uh, he used to live in Shinokubo, which is on one side of Shinjuku. It's the Koreatown area. And I live on the other side of Shinjuku, so we often meet in Shinjuku and walk around and, you know, just chat, people watch, have a drink, you know, and wander around Shinjuku. And invariably, so many times, 
do just random people just like touch his arms and like stroke his tattoos mm-hmm. and it's like what are you like it's like what is going on here and it, it just makes <laughs> him so uncomfortable and i'm oh. just laughing the whole time but uh yeah even gym memberships like if you have a lot of if you have tattoos yeah you you can't you have to cover up yeah yeah so like like gold's gym uh if you go to gold's gym you're not allowed if you have tattoos so you have to wear like full like body sleeve you know you have to wear like the proper you have to cover up every inch of tattoos I'd have to have long sleeves and gloves because even my hands are tattooed. Yep. And then also you wouldn't be able to use the showers there after your workout. You'd have to, yeah. Unless you're Cody Rhodes um, and then your neck tattoo is 100% welcome because celebrities (laughs) don't have the same rules as others. Uh, Like my buddy Fale, he has tattoos, but he he can go. Which is one of the things that I absolutely adore about Joshi. They can completely break out of the mold. The nail stick that sticks Mm. out, gets hammered down, does not apply to them. They are free to utterly just live their life and be themselves. That's a very good point. I think this is becoming a very boring podcast as we ruminate over, like, all these societal things. But, uh, yeah, that's that's a huge point. I think, and I, I, I mean, I can't speak for the Japanese mind or, uh, or voice, uh, but I do feel that you you hit the nail on the head there, so to speak. Whereas I think that there is a a, a freedom in that, and I think there's a lot of, um, I guess for average Japanese folks, they do feel that they have to fit in and they have to follow X rules of society. Like it's from the beginning. Like even when they're school student, uh, students are not allowed to color their hair, and in fact, your hair must be black. And if your hair is not naturally black and it's like a little <laughs> bit brownish, honestly, schools will ask you, and by ask, I mean tell you, you have to dye your hair black to fit in with all the other students. And you're like, what? <laughs> like, it's 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 very, and they have to have the same haircuts. Like, you're not allowed to choose your haircut. Yeah, like, you can't have, like, like the sides of your, your head, the sides in the back shaved down, and maybe hair on top, like. A lot of guys, especially boys, like to do these time of year, and even girls can't do that. Um, like it, it's it's quite militaristic in mm. that that style. Um, so I think, and then that continues on because uh, in Japanese companies, companies have very strict rules generally as well. So kind of like the university years are this kind of magical four year period where they have that taste of freedom and they can be themselves and they can like experiment with things like oh i can color my hair although now sometimes in high school some schools will allow it um or i can do this i could do that and then they go into their company life and it's like back to that rigid hierarchy and like rules but i think for wrestling and wrestlers they're able to break out of that they're able to be themselves they're able to express themselves they're able to show themselves as people and so i think for a lot of japanese that are unable to do that in their own daily lives I think that's a really cool thing, and I think they really identify with these wrestlers because of that. Maybe, like, they can see a wrestler that they like, and they can see their style, and internally they're like, yes, that's my style, only I can't express it, but I can watch them expressing it for both (laughs) of us kind of type of feeling, if that makes sense. So basically they see the TJPW rostered with all their fancy um, dyed (laughs) hair colors, that changes every week and they get inspired by it 
Absolutely. And you'll see, you will see a lot of pro wrestling, especially the female fans of pro wrestling, kind of, I think, take a little bit of inspiration and they kind of step out a little on their own and they'll put a little color in their hair and they they, they, they have a little bit of that uh, kind of punk rock style or, or, or kind of like a little bit of something unique in their own style as well, I, I, I think. And I, I think that you can see a little bit of a drawing of inspiration. It's pretty cool. Um, it's a nice little kind of like sub-community or micro or, or, or uh, microcosm of like a society um, where people feel like they can be more themselves, which is pretty awesome in Japan. I think it's needed in Japan. Oh, yeah. One of my favorite things is I would play with Japanese bands that would come out here to play and just seeing them being like, be somewhere where it's not as, like, nobody gives a shit what you do. You can do whatever you want for them, pretty much. And just see them explore that is really great. Yeah. Yeah, that's, yeah, it's it's interesting, because Japan is like, is that and it isn't that. It's really weird. It's, like I said, there's usually the university years, it, it is like that. That's the one good thing, is in Japan, you can be like that, like in Tokyo. Okay, so let me say in Japan, I live in Tokyo, and in Tokyo, it's yeah. much more free than a lot of other places. But like in Tokyo, you will see people in whatever style they want and nobody criticizes them. You know, uh, people can dress. You'll see like, you know, maybe a 45 year old salary man. And in his free time on the weekend, he likes to dress up in, in women's clothes and walk around Harajuku and go shopping. Go for it, bro. Like, it's cool. Nobody's going to criticize you or nothing. So that's pretty awesome. Um, but then, of course, usually what he'll do is when he goes into work, he'll shift into his work mode right um i don't know anyway I'm, I'm a bit rambling and getting way 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 off topic but it's just to say no this is absolutely riveting i this, love this, this is the podcast anyway yeah so it's it's japan right it's it's a great place um i recommend it i think obviously anyone who's listening to this podcast well, probably enjoys speaking japan. of things that are great <laughs> that we can recommend we are all at yes. zero 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 <laughs> Dude. This is the Up Up Girls. Let's let's explore Japanese culture as we watch the glory that is. Let's 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 watch Up Up Girls sing. I want to see what are they going to sing. Do do we know what do you think we're going to sing today? Upper kick for no, the No, they never sing that. <laughs> I always forget the two that aren't Upper Chop and Upper Kick. I always forget the names of them. I'm pretty sure it's Upper Kick. Let's find out. Oh god. Three years in the ring. It's most likely upper kick or upper chop. Yes. We'll see. We'll see just one tear going down Miu's cheek as she has to sing the same song for the millionth time. <laughs> All right, count us down, Boyd. Uh, okay, we will go on uh, one. So I'll say three, two, one. On one, we will all press go. Are we ready? Yeah. Yes. Wait, wait, are we clapping? Three, again? two, one. Okay. Look at how happy they all are. You've only seen them oh. for like two seconds. No, no, look. How do you look, know that? We get a shaky cam under the bottom Her room. mic is on. Her mic is... Listen to that crowd. No, her mic's off. Hmm. She started the show with her mic off. Me well, it's not like she needs it anyways. Look, there's God. May her yellow dress light the sky forever. Ah, uh, no, she likes SK-48, so she's a false god. No, we like exactly. SK-48 now on this no, we podcast. Don't. No, we do not. no, we do not. God decreed. I have, I, we don't I, have to I like you to I have a shoot on that. against God. 
Greco, shoot on them Greco after. never said anything about liking Yuki Arai. I don't like SKE48. I've never heard their songs, but I don't like them either. I have a shoot on them. <laughs> I have a shoot on them because it's what, uh, 138, she tagged me in it this week <laughs> that they're performing on the 18th. She's come back and she's yeah. brought her army yeah, with so her. Yeah, so there's so many idol groups in Japan and it's so interesting. Um, I, I had no idea that Up Up Girls was like a legit, like, idol group outside of the TJPW Up Up Girls. Oh, yeah. There's yeah. like a whole proper... Up Up Girls yeah. pro wrestler. Yeah, my, uh, one of my colleagues, one of my coworkers is a massive idol. She loves idol groups. And so we were on a long train ride, Shinkansen, and she was just telling me all about it. And I mentioned, oh, yeah, in TJPW, we have this thing called Up Up Girls. You might... She's like, I know Up Up Girls. And I was like, whoa. <laughs> <laughs> but you're like oh wait no wrong one but not the same kind like yeah. me, you getting the stretches in that's important you gotta get those stretches in i also didn't know for like the beginning I'm stages like, they even have the underground idol scene where well, it's i mean all let's weird. be honest that's no uh yes but i agree there is some very i don't know again i don't want to raku sings like iggy pop what the fuck you take that back <laughs> That is oh, the worst comparison no. I've ever Raku heard. Raku is the Iggy Pop. Uh, bro, Raku is the Iggy Pop. You're t- are you smoking crack today? What's wrong with you? <laughs> Maybe. No, it's just when Raku's on the screen. It's like right? he kind of just acts like that. He can't, he can't control himself when <laughs> so his Oshi's on the screen. I had to Google Iggy Pop and I'm looking at Oh my god. Oh my fucking god. Just to double check. <laughs> So I remember the first time that I ever saw anything TJPW um, was actually a live show. Like I, I, I'd, of course I was familiar with TJPW, um, but I'd never seen their shows. I'd never watched it yet at that time. And it, I went to a live show of theirs. I think it was the first Wrestle Princess show, if I remember correctly. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe Wrestle Princess One was my first experience with TJPW, um, if I remember correctly. But I, I do, well, I have a hard time remembering the actual show. I remember immediately being like, what is going on when they started the show with the <laughs> Up Up Girls performing a song and dance routine? And I was like, what is going on? I've never seen a wrestling show where they have like an idol group perform before. That's, this is really interesting. And like, I was watching it and I was like, okay, interesting, interesting. And um, then later they came out to wrestle and I was like, wait, what? Those, those were wrestlers? <laughs> Like, it blew my mind at the time. I couldn't believe it. And I remember specifically thinking, like, Hikari Noah, just, I was like, she just didn't fit the normal <gasps> bubbly idol image, right? Um, but I, I thought she was the one that stood out to me in my first view when I saw them in various wrestling matches as well. I was like, whoa, this girl's cool. And I could see why for, like, the idol subculture, Hikari Noah being specifically popular. Um with the fan base uh, because she has that kind of edge to her that, that a lot of them like, whether it's real or produced, I don't know. Um, <laughs> but I, I do like how the up, up girls have like, you know, a different girl for each type, if you will. Right. Like depending on what type of person you like, you might have your sporty one or your well, the, girly one or your badass one. The best know? move they did is when they let them actually have their own gear and they weren't all just wearing the same shit, but different color. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think it's cool. Like, you can see their personalities now through their gear. Yeah, yeah. definitely. Which is I will cool. say, though, that Hikari had to go through a designer 
a costume maker and then fight management in order to authorize getting her current outfit. Oh, really? For real? What's so bad about it that she would have to do that? That they no, would that, That's just that. I, no, that's, that's understandable. Just standard sort of yeah, procedure. Yeah, I think. I think that yeah, you know, that's what you have to do if you're going to change yeah, your costume. You got definitely. I mean, because for the company, yeah. someone has to design it for yeah. you. You work with them. You work with a costumer. They make it. And even before this happens, you get approval from management to change yeah. your outfit. That's just what. That's just a costume yeah. change in yeah. any company. I mean, I would have expect, I would have expected it for, more from like Raku because she like I think her costume deviates most from her original yes. uh, wrestling gear. It's a big yeah. We gotta remember TJPW is a corporate company, so of course they have to go through. <laughs> Management to do they anything. Don't act like even a corporate company. Even if they didn't, they still have to work with a costume designer. Well, a lot and, of it actually. You know, it an an artist, a sketch artist, to put it together. So you know, they really want the costumes that they they are getting. They are putting their heart and soul into it, or they are learning uh, to make stuff for themselves. The other thing like is, though, see. is something to think about that. So, Japanese fans. In particular, Japanese fans in particular can be very highly like locked in a viewpoint and uh, expectations and can be very picky and very critical of things. So even small things like a like a care like a, a, a change in a wrestler's outfit uh, could be a very big thing for a Japanese fan base. Um that's why I like the same thing like in the idol oh, industry, yeah, especially sure. in the idol industry. It's it's very interesting. Like that's why like idols aren't allowed to have yeah. boyfriends, you know, like any of those type. They're not allowed to date anyone because it's this idea of it, it could change yeah. the perception with the fan. You know, the fan should see them. There's as a very shitty culture even if realistically around that they're not. Yeah, it is. It is, and so there's a lot of it, it, it's. Th- I'm glad you said it. Oh, I didn't no, have yeah, to. I'll say it. Um, but yeah, it, it we is. All, we all know. Yeah, um, but. Yeah, there's there's a lot of a lot of stuff, and so fans can sometimes, you know, like it could be silly, but something like changing the costume into something that's not liked could make or break yeah. a wrestler. It could change merch sales. It could cause fans to complain, you know, or it could cause fans to love it, you know. So it's really silly, but it, it's probably more important than any of us realize, and a lot more thought goes into it than probably any of us realize, I imagine. Well, I, I, I follow just a lot of Joshi, and you get to see, like, the the entire process. They they usually put up when, when they have a, a nice big change of, yeah. of costume. They, they will just put up all of the schematics, yep. yeah. all of the people that they worked with during the mm-hmm. process. The person who yeah. made it will, like, make a big deal yep. about it. Yeah, trying to get the fans excited for it and interested in it because then it'll be a successful kind of debut of new costume, right? Um, but yeah, right. And and it's it's generally again, like I said, it's not a, a, a it's not a major thing, but like it's something where like you know, as we saw with like Starlight Kid in in Stardom, you know, like costume changes can often signify character changes or something different. Um, so they're they're usually taken quite seriously, right? Well, yeah, because Stardom making um, uh, Starlight, what fuck, what, Starlight Kid, whatever. Is it Starlight? I always want to say Stardom Kid, but it's Starlight Kid. 
Like, basically, them making her heel is like if John Cena would have turned heel. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, I don't want to get too off track. Go all star to me when we're on TJPW. But that, sh- that blew my mind. It's okay. It's a bub match. Yeah, like honestly, when when Starlight Kid had her character change mm-hmm. and they turned her heel, I was, I was like, wait, what? What? Like, I, I couldn't believe it. I was like, wait, you can't make Starlight Kid. Starlight Kid is like the ultimate little baby face. Like yeah. crowds I love never, her. I like, never thought that would happen. I, 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 my first Stardom show was like in 2017, and Starlight Kid was legit a kid, and Edzumi was legit a kid, and I think it might have been the second match for the twins. Oh my god, when they. When Rossi mm. just put Starlight Kid and Azumi together well, for like three fucking. No, I mean, yeah, they were like eternal rivals. They just fought well, there was each the other. thing is, is there was like a small and it it was yeah. incredible. There, I mean, because the thing is, is like you can't they you wouldn't put them with the adult wrestlers at that point. So it's like weird. Like it's like a senpai kohai type. But there's different levels, and so they would often wrestle each other. Well, they probably just want to be themselves and have their own individual identity and not be, like, tied to each other permanently. Like, so it's interesting because uh, I'm an identical twin, right? And so, like, whenever people see me, they always ask, oh, where's your brother? You know, whenever people see my brother, they ask, oh, where's Jeff? And, like, essentially, like, you're not your own person. You're, like, a, a half. And, and and so, like, my brother would get really annoyed by this and... um. Because, like, he feels like people don't look at him to as an individual person. It's like they, they immediately think of us as a group. Mm. And I could imagine for, for Starlight Kid and Azumi yeah. at that time, it was the same thing. Like, yep. they're the, the kids, right? They're not their own person as much as they would like to be. Nice uh, forearm. A little forearm exchange. The classic Japanese spots here. Himawari sells beautifully but oh what, what is she selling does she have like a market like a shop in the she floats and then snaps off at the very end it is beautiful oh she's great yeah one of my buddies um yeah who's a wrestling fan he watches mostly uh AEW, wwe stuff like that um and japanese stuff uh he yeah he sent me randomly. He sent me like a, a picture of Himawari. Was like, who's this? Because <laughs> basically, anything he sees with Joe, he follows a lot of the Joshi stuff on um, Twitter and things like that. But he's not super into into up to date on things. But he'll just occasionally message me with a random Joshi, asking me like, who is this person, and wanting me to give him the lowdown on everybody. Sometimes I know, sometimes I don't, right? But specifically, uh, a couple weeks ago, he was asking about Himawari. Actually, I think he thought her gear was pretty interesting and cool. Sunflowering. <laughs> she and Chie should tag. <laughs> Us. You know, this is an interesting mm. matchup because Himawari is very new to the roster. So, and then Kayatorabami is everyone's resident favorite bird. So it'd be amazing to see that <laughs> she's yeah. the only bird. Well, speaking of titles, well, you would think that Haruna bird, Neko so. by default would win that poll you made on by, Twitter. By default, she about gets cats. Title. Take the Whose fault is out. that? You tried to make a poll on Twitter to cheer you would me think, up. Right? She can't even win her own poll. It's because your username is, says Neko Jinxer on Twitter. That's why she's never winning. She can't even win her own. She can't win matches. She can't win her own Twitter poll. 
And he said that he made this poll to cheer me up because she lost the other poll about who should be that uh, international princess. <laughs> Are you dumb? Well, you can't put people like Aruslo Endo and stuff in that. Yeah, you got it. Look, you have to for... wait. Well, I you know, you can't. Like, let me. Nico. I want to get. I want to get Neko, Neko to win this poll. Let me also add in a bunch of massive fan favorites and sabotage well, no, my not... own freaking poll. I'm talking about the second one. Ah, you see now the honesty comes out. You see, you just he's had the, the best you... cat, right? Between now Kakuta and Haruna Neko, who's literally a cat right now. Now Kakuta, she's a. Why well, no, not that one? I wanted yeah. her to lose that one. The second one, I was expecting her to win. She was a former. She was a yeah, former the... cat who somehow right. became human. I don't know how that works. Maybe she's a. Now cat. has now was now hasn't even been a cat in TJPW. <laughs> that was back when she was in. Maybe, Maybe she's a. <laughs> and she's still one. She turns on like a full moon into a cat. Wait, that's common. What are you talking oh, about? Yeah. She went from cat to a general. <laughs> I mean, that's that's pretty common. It's is that only in Japan I'm that we have that's this? Only in you Japan. guys don't have that. We're... Oh yeah, you, I mean, you it's gotta probably... tell me on the full moon, Jeff. Yeah, I mean, generally, half my ex girlfriends <laughs> are cats. Um, that's that. That was what ruined the relationship. To be oh, honest, oh, they started transforming into cats on full moons. <laughs> I know, I just liked them better as the cat, and then when they were not in cat form, I kind of got a little bit sad, you know, I wanted so, them to just be a cat conf- again. confirmation for everyone, Jeff likes cat girls. Confirmation, <laughs> cat girls like <laughs> Jeff. <laughs> Ooh, true. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Sister James. Feet people, like they transform into a giant foot. Well, Isn't Jenga Neck a foot person? She was talking about Chris Brooks's feet last episode. <laughs> not, no. No. Wait. Well. <laughs> Boy doesn't want to expose. Don't. Don't. T- I don't want to know about your guys. It's her hobbies. birthday. Be kind. Oh, I know, right? No. But feet. she's the one right. who brought up feet. Oh. <laughs> Everyone, Kayatori Bobby won. Yeah. She doesn't win that she often. So yeah, this she is a doesn't. Good win for bird fans. Great. Good for her. Yeah, that's an interesting thing. Like, uh, uh, it's interesting to think about. Like. I know a lot of people get really, really, like, into the the weeds about booking and things like good booking versus bad booking. And, you know, as wrestling fans, that's one of our, in some ways, that's one of the things we really enjoy. But it's also one of the things that stresses mm-hmm. us out, right? <laughs> like, but um, it is interesting because I... I 100% kayfabe. Yeah, okay, got you. I was going to say, that's the one thing is uh, in Japan, it's very different. Don't finish that thought. That is not the thing. So then why don't you admit that Masao is <laughs> so hyping by the Masao way, when she joined BC Good? Because <clears throat> in kayfabe, it's her. <laughs> you sons of bitches. All right. Uh, she sucks too? Well, like, come on, dream in the ring, man. Fine. She's living it's her dream. It's just the booking of the main title that sucks. And here, and... Wakana, she sucks too, but... 138 got into Dude, she's fights so, she's with so, some people she is, only wrestled, like, three matches. What she do you is so mid. Them. She is so mid. She's milk toast. Every, she's everything generic. about her is... No, no, I'm not talking about the wrestling. I'm talking about everything else. Her costume, her... like, She's just mid. Boy, okay, I see. I don't know, man. She's... The other two girls on the show you were know, better I than her. other... I saw other people saying she's just like a color swapped Yuki Arai. <laughs> so funny. Yeah, pretty much. Like if you if you if you mix uh, Ito and Arai, and that you get her. 
she's she Just seems quite manufactured boring. of a certain type for like what a lot of fans would like, which is fine. Dude, Suzume is awesome. I think Suzume is really, really underrated yes, exactly. and um, kind of flies under the radar. But I, I think Suzume is really, really great and quite. All right, Suzume is awesome. And bubbly. It's Suzume. You know, she had that great match against uh, Ryu Mizunami. Um, she had she had a wonderful match against Mizunami. Uh, that I think I was live there at that show. I think that was at Summer Sun Princess. Um, but uh, that. Yeah, that was a great, great, great performance, and and really showed her her talent and how she could be an absolute fan favorite. Um, Suzume is wonderful. It's funny, so she showed up to Choco Pro, and her hair was down and not in the pigtails, and I didn't recognize her at first. Like, wow, who's this really cute? Who is this really cute girl? <laughs> no, Suzume with her hair yeah. down. But it's she's like so person. cute. Like, I was like, wow, she's really cute. I didn't... I was like, oh, that's Suzume. Wow. I think she looks better. When, yeah. when you hear her voice, oh, it's yeah. the cutest. Her voice. Well, yeah, her voice is like what you would think a typical small Japanese girl's voice would be. And then you get you Endo, who sounds like she smokes it. fucking 10 packs a day. <laughs> no, exactly. Just when you compare yeah, it side funny. by side. It's when Daisy Monkey. By the way, my uh, my my headphones Bluetooth might cut out in a few minutes, so I'll just shift over to the computer audio. So if uh, like, if, can you not just plug it? If in? my quality, well, I can plug it in for a little while. I have another pair, but I didn't, I don't think they're working. But uh, so I might have to like, <laughs> yeah, I might Technical have a little bit of uh, hit or miss on my. This would be the perfect time to cut to commercial. <laughs> Oh yeah, our commercials that we are trying to pitch. Um, one thirty H. Would you like to produce them? Are you guys gonna like create yeah, kind yes. of like fun commercial spots then? <laughs> yeah, yeah, we already That's have great. one. Would you like to hear it? Not in the middle of Suzume. <laughs> <laughs> so actually, I think I think so. There's something to be said is interesting. So in that whole Dream of the Wing thing about walking out like. She's the only one still around that's going to be wrestling, from what I uh, what I think, right? Like the um, the the yeah yeah. She's well, the, the, the other um, uh, the other girl, I forget her. It's not coming to me. Um, she was possibly going to be wrestling, but then she announced like last month that she's not. Right? She does a bunch of modeling and other stuff. So, so I think one. Yeah, I forget their names, but the I the taller was... one like wrestled that last show one. with the hernia. <laughs> So like that's rough, and then one's wait doing what? Now. And she's doing reveal, <laughs> or you mean the other one? Oh yeah, the yeah the other yeah. the one that wore blue. She yeah, she's has... doing like modeling and stuff like that, which I think honestly was probably her yeah. plan from the beginning, right? I don't think she really wanted to wrestle. I think it's just like a avenue to gain fans to move into that. Yeah, yeah, just just yeah. use it as, so, as a vehicle. So that being to get said, Jeff. Can, can I ask you a, a, yeah, a technical favor? Um, when you switched to your your PC mic, um, did you, uh, could you shut the recording off and start it again? Make sure that it's yeah. Oh, like pause recording and start a new Export file. Export it as a wave, and then we'll yeah, do start it again. Just to make sure that it is picking you up. 
Yeah. Oh yeah, you might have to adjust the settings in Audacity. Right, that's I what I was that, thinking. Uh, well, we can just. Yeah, I'll definitely. I mean, yeah. I can see Audacity's picking me up now. Uh, my levels aren't too yeah, loud, but I think it should be that fine. Stuff. But um, yeah, I'll stop yeah. it and then I will. And then I'll yeah, start a new recording file. for the second one, and I'll save it as wave files. You got this. Cool. Dolphin wave files. Yeah, so, uh, but anyway, as I was saying, like, so to me, I think um, the whole thing about, oh, Wakana's mid, whatever, you know, Wakana is the only one who legitimately is <laughs> sticking with the wrestling, so I got to give her credit on that. Well, you could tell the um, whole show was designed to get her over. Like, from, yeah, from the start, I think that's she was the, the idea. And I think because sure. she's. Yeah, definitely. Well, I mean, even if it is a kayfabe competition, then. It's still fun. Yeah, well, I'm curious because a lot of it was supposedly like fan votes and things like that. And I am curious of how legit those things are. Like, you know. Probably not much. <laughs> but also, she was the most impressive one that, like, I saw wrestling that yeah, first time. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I think she's fine. Okay, you you're definitely oh, ahead I'm of a me. few seconds behind you. <laughs> you're ahead of us by like two, three seconds. <laughs> yeah, right. But more for me. Yeah, you did not click at one, or we're getting delay in the in the three, two, one. So yeah, you have to. I I liked her. Oh, Suzume ate it. So this is interesting because to me, I think this is like you've got two baby faces going against each other. You know what I mean? Well, and two everybody's a baby face favorites. in TGPW pretty much. Yeah, it's a, it's a fair point. I thought you guys were saying Yuka wasn't well, no, was... <laughs> the other week. Like, you you have Hyper Marcel and you have Camu who don't who wrestle heel but aren't heel even though they probably should be. Hyper Marcel doesn't wrestle like she a sprays people in the motherfucker face. She tries to blind motherfuckers. <laughs> We're going to have Hyper Masao trying to come after Starlight Kid for stealing her bicycle gimmick pretty soon. <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, Starlight Kid did it better anyways. Sorry. Dude, no. I'm not going to lie. Starlight Kid <laughs> practically killed the, like, like, dear Lord. And you got to love that. Charin, charin. Like, that was, that was pretty great. <laughs> Starlight Kid out here saying, like, I'm going to do everything better. But, I mean, come on. Hyper Masao is amazing. Yeah, that's debatable. <laughs> don't, I was about to say, don't reply to that 138. <laughs> As a character, no, I think... No, <laughs> okay, let me say this. So, Hyper Missile, it, it's like, knows exactly what the the fan base is looking to do. I mean, that, that's what the fans love, so, you know. That type of character. Jeff, how many... You said you went to yes, Wrestle Princess I've been one, to, right? I think I've been to two out of the three Wrestle Princesses, maybe. Did you so Wrestle Princess One? Did you see that match with uh with uh Saki Akai versus? Uh, which one was my memory's not so great? Was that? Was it's like, that? It was like these rules. Okay, like yeah, that wasn't match. the one where they were like popping out of the trash cans and hitting the trash can with the bicycle and all that stuff. Was it? That was a different wrestling. Okay, that was Summer Sun. Okay, no, that one was a bit more tame. She didn't do it that day, but like, like Sakaguchi and then Takagi. Oh, I wasn't looking. Oh, now she's ring a bell. Oh. <laughs> nice. Yeah. That was beautiful.
Oh, that was beautiful. Okay. Okay. Suzumi has the best cutter. So what TV shows have you attended, uh, Jeff? How, like, how oh, not so many. Uh, I've probably only been live to probably like a handful, like four or five live. Um, most of my wrestling budget goes to Choco Pro. <laughs> um, I mean, it's it's hard. I would assume. It's hard to, to have the, yeah, exactly. Like, actually, you know, I, I, I go way over budget by going to a lot of Choco Pro shows, but um, normally I would never spend that much money going like live shows. Uh, I don't make a lot of money, right? Um but I, uh, you know, I do like to go to Choco Pro as in a sense to to help support them. It's a small operation, and and it's good to help them succeed. But when I get a chance, I like to go to some of the bigger shows for TJPW or uh, Stardom. But I've only been to maybe two or three Stardom shows and like four or five, six TJPW shows. So still just a handful. Do you have plans and to the Grand Princess? Um, it'll, it'll depend on the date and, uh, my work. So sometimes my, my work here in Japan now, um, I travel around a bit. Like for example, this weekend, actually I have to buy my ticket for Choco Pro tomorrow, but like, so on Sunday, uh, I have to go to Okinawa for a few days for three days in Okinawa. And then, um, I'll get back from that. And then later this month I have to go to Misawa and then I have to go to Iwakuni. So I have to do these like trips around some of Japan so it depends on if it falls on one of those trip days or not. If it, if I'm in town, I usually try to go to shows. That's exciting. You get to travel a lot outside of, uh, well, throughout Japan. Yeah, well, it's mainly the same six... It's it's mainly the same six places in Japan, um, and it's just work. Uh, for, I So, like, uh, my job in Japan is I'm working for a non-profit organization out here that... Um, does a lot of stuff with the base communities, base host communities. There's a lot of friction between the military communities, U.S. military communities, and the Japanese um, local community. And we try to do things to help kind of improve those relationships and offer spaces where local community members and military members can come together and meet each other and, and as humans, you know what I mean? Uh, but so I, I go to a lot of the base communities, the top six in Japan. That being said, let's just hold for a moment because I think Neko's about to yeah. come <laughs> I'm excited. <laughs> Here we go. Well, the best cat already entered the ring anyway. Shut up! <laughs> look, look, look at the cutest cat. This is my favorite trios team. Neko's just there to eat the pin. Damn! No, she's not going to get pinned today. There's so many, There's too many people <laughs> in this match for her to get pinned. She's definitely eating Look the pin. Cute. I haven't seen it, but I'm pretty. I'm I'm 99 sure. Because you keep the fucking jinxing her. Get that out of your username. <laughs> we already bribed you with TikTok. I'm giving you palm videos oh, from that... TikTok. Okay, to bribe you. I'm all right as you said that. There's a cat looking at me from outside my See? window. <laughs> they are ganging up on you. You, you just need have to stray be cats careful. in your neighborhood. I don't know if they're stray, but we have, like, a group of at least, like, 12 cats that are just around all the time around you here. You have that many cats, cute cats around you, and you still slander Haruna Neko. <laughs> this is a bad sign. <laughs> I was going to say, yeah, these are street cats, I think. I don't think they're pets. They need to go and claw They, ain't got, they don't have okay. no collars or nothing. <laughs> go step outside just now. Let's see, like, 
They're all gonna like, <laughs> seize you, like jump on you. I'm gonna summon these cats. Well, because a lot of them spend the night in our garage, so <laughs> they're always around here. Is this a I really love cats, but they I'm gonna pretend that I don't. Soon today. Well, as a kid, I always wanted a cat, but everybody else in my family is allergic, so, so I never got one. But you have you don't deserve a cat. You have a garage filled <laughs> with cats. Yeah, but they run if you come anywhere near them. <laughs> Look at that. Beautiful. I said, I don't think we mentioned that Yappy from Gunpro is in this match with Free Wi-Fi. Yeah, I'm wondering what's the occasion that they're having her appear in Tiege this week. Is she from Osaka? I wonder. Yeah, Osaka's actually a great city, by the way, too. Um, it's really... I think, you know, Osaka's reputation is, like, just chill, more... Like, down-to-earth people, very friendly, very chatty, like, really, like, just much less kind of uptight than Tokyo. I want to go one day. <laughs> Keiko promised that I could stay in her chateau in Osaka. I there need you to go. go. Yeah, Osaka's chill. Yeah, actually, <laughs> speaking of cats, when I go to Osaka, uh, last time I went to Osaka, I just went there for a couple days, and I stayed in a uh, really great um, uh, hostel of all things and it's called mad cat hostel and it's this uh cool little hostel and it's run by a cool japanese woman um (laughs) she's super funky and chill and hilarious and she's like super got friends all through the community and uh she runs it with her and her two cats are are the other uh residents of this hostel and so like you kind of like come down in the morning and you're like just chilling out with these cats it's a really great spot and i think for like my bed, like for the private room, it's maybe like three thousand five hundred yen a night, and for the shared room, it's like one thousand five hundred yen a night. Like it's super cheap, um, great spot. And uh, I remember we were riding. She was like, "Oh, I'm going out karaoke with my friends. You want to come?" I'm like, "Sure." And next thing I know, I'm like, "I've got a whole new friend group in Osaka." So like, yeah, I highly recommend if you visit Osaka to stay at Mad Cat Hostel. That place is awesome. Would you would you say the stereotype that like people from Osaka are a lot more like easygoing and funny? Is oh true? yeah, definitely. I mean, well, I, I don't want to like disparage people that aren't from Osaka or anything like that. But yeah, I mean, generally, no, it's generally, fine. We get real on watch TV. Generally, yeah. Like when I was in Osaka, everybody was super chill. I mean, people are going to be friendly no matter where you go. Hmm. In the corner. Oh, there we go. Cat's claws. I see. Look yes. at Aruna just destroying you that? That's you, destroying the little you're strong getting word. scratched right now. Dude, she was just for, scratching her head. Up the pole. She'd kick <laughs> I don't know, bro. Oh, so no, you have I to make a poll next that. week where all four options are Haruna Neko, so they have to <laughs> It is Haruna Neko, but she's still you a pro wrestler, even... and I'm pretty sure she could... <laughs> no... <laughs> Jesus. I know, I was tempted to put three Haruna Nekos and then one now. <laughs> but then she still probably would have lost. It would have just split the Neko vote. <laughs> you know, the saving grace of that first poll is that Haruna Neko didn't actually come in dead last place. So. You see Kami Fuki from the outside just like yeah. punching her randomly in the thigh. Like, I'm helping, I'm helping. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah, dude, she's the best. <laughs> I know, I'm like, what poll could I make where Neko could actually win for once? 
I guess, yeah, it had to be against her and Bird. Bird fans are really... Oh, what's happening here? Why are you grabbing her hair? What? My hero. What just happened? My hero lost herself for a second. And now she's apologizing. It's okay. Hmm. A good citizen. The most normal person on the roster. So I'm going to hope to see if I can last this match through, and then uh, I may uh, try to swap my audio thing in between matches, just to give you all a heads up. Yeah. <laughs> she has no <laughs> business being in this ring. No, we can't hook. Yeah, I'll pay. like Neko. Neko, yeah. Like, oh, Hikari Noah's in this match, too. Hikari who? Dude, come on. I love Hikari Noah. <laughs> she hasn't been not even Koda doing it anymore. Even we forget about Hikari Noah now. <laughs> so, who's your actual favorite wrestler <laughs> on here, Jeff? Is it actually Hikari Noah? Let me think. I mean, well... I mean, I, it's... Obviously, I'm a Chaco Pro lover, so like anything that May Saruga does, you know, if this May Saint Michelle person looks a hell of a lot like May Saruga, so it's hard. I, I kind of have this natural inclination that I have to go with mm. May. I'm but, but she's not um, a roster member. If I was to take and Saint Michelle's dead. If I was so. to, yeah, exactly. Yeah, if, she if, is not dead. You have no proof of that. Actually, <laughs> that she's dead. Yeah. I'll, <laughs> that's funny but maybe actually hmm it, it's a difficult question because I, I would actually say I, it might be suzume like i i suzume might be legitimately one of my favorites just because mm-hmm. i've you know she's been in choco pro a few times and showed up and like i've seen her around here and there so i actually quite like suzume but um that's a good choice endo a recent so uh suzume and oh, endo were uh together Ooh, you're on... a daisy monkey fan yeah, so they 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 were at a Gato Move show, uh, in ring show, not long ago. Yeah. Um, as as the team there, and and they were great, and uh, I I really liked that, and I was like, huh. And so Endo, I've been wanting to see Endo is the one that I really want to to watch more of, and and uh, I'm very interested in these days. And I and oh, yeah, is amazing, and she's always got great hair, changing it up like every couple weeks. Yeah. Yeah. It is beautiful. Yeah. I think she's got cool style. Like I, I quite, uh, I like uh, Endo. Seems pretty cool. It's rainbow hair. So I want to watch more Endo stuff. Um, but when I first went to my first TJPW show, I think maybe Hikari Noah was one of the, like when I didn't know anyone on the rosters at all, um, she stood out to me. But mm, I don't know. I'm gonna piss everybody off. You know, actually, I'm gonna change all this. I'm taking all this out. You can do that. <laughs> and I'm going to piss everyone off. And I'm going to say Yuka Sakazaki, baby. That's a definite way to piss off the TJPW fan base. <laughs> you know, when uh, when Yuka is in AEW, <laughs> she is my favorite wrestler of all time. <laughs> I cannot I legit- support her hard enough. 
No, I legit like. And she uh, comes I, back I to Japan, really and like, I hate uh, her. Um, I think Yuka's really good, and Yuka is strong as hell. Like I remember, like randomly on her Instagram or something years ago, or maybe it was her Twitter. She was like posting clips of her doing like handstand push-ups using the tree for the bow. I was like, dude, this girl's really strong. And I was like, that's cool. Maybe I liked it because I used to I used to do a lot of handstand push-ups as exercise. Uh, so maybe that was like a charm point for me. You did that as but... exercise. Yeah, 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 handstand push-ups, yeah. Um, when I was in high school, I did gymnastics and wrestling, so I, I was in pretty good shape. And then uh, when I was in the Army, so in the Army, when you get in trouble, you generally do exercise, right? You're like, do push-ups, basically, right? But I was kind of like the push-up god. Um, and essentially what it is, I'm very small. I'm a very small human being. I'm like just a few inches taller than Mesa Ruga, you know what I mean? Oh, like, Jesus. I'm not a okay, big guy. So... <laughs> You were just slightly taller than Dora the Explorer. Do we have to bring this up every week? <laughs> Dora. <laughs> yes, I'm we quite do. Dora the Explorer size. Um, but uh, yeah, so I'm, I'm I'm not the tallest. I'm like 160 centimeters, like five foot three. Um, but uh, maybe no wait, five foot three on a good day. Let me not lie. I'm five foot two and three quarters <laughs> of an inch. I know this because in the army we would have to measure ourselves height and weight every quarter. I'm five foot two and three quarters of an inch. Let me not lie. Um, I didn't expect that from you standing at the window. You do not look like that. Oh, no, I look at least five foot four. Um, But anyway. uh, (laughs) Yeah, everything's just smaller in Japan. But yeah, so like uh, I was always really good at (laughs) push-ups. And people would always say, oh, it's because I don't have a lot to push up. (laughs) But like basically, like I've never met anyone in my life that could do more push-ups than me when I was in the art. Like, my push-up game was strong. Uh, we would do, as part of our yeah. PT test, we have to do two minutes of push-ups, two minutes of sit-ups, two-mile run, and whatever back then. And in my push-ups, I would do about 120, 100... I remember I would use about 126, 125. I never broke 130 on the PT test, but I was always over 120 push-ups. The max in two score minutes? is seven... Yeah, in two minutes. Yeah, the max score is 77. And these are proper counted military yeah. push-ups. Uh, if, if you don't have proper form, it doesn't get so counted. So if the apocalypse ever comes, we can use you to power our village. <laughs> this was like when I was in the army. This is like 10 years ago. <laughs> now, nowadays, Jeff is not good at push-ups. Um, but yeah, so anyway, yeah. so I was quite good at push-ups. So to, when I would get in trouble to smoke me, uh, since regular push-ups wouldn't cut it, I would often be told to do handstand push-ups and i'm like all right no worries and i would do handstand push-ups and then they would get pissed off of that i remember in iraq no actually no, this was in kuwait uh we were in kuwait on the border uh, uh going to waiting to go push into iraq and uh, i don't know i i was joking around my buddy who had gotten his uh he had got promoted to e5 and i was meant to get my e5 my sergeant as well but uh one of the other sergeants saw me joking with my buddy and he didn't like that i was joking around with an nco so he told me to do some push-ups and I was in full gear. I had my 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 Kevlar, my body armor, and everything. And he had me doing handstand push-ups in full Kevlar and body armor because he knew regular push-ups. And it was 125 degrees out. It was brutal. And that was the one time where I was legit like, okay, uh, this this is not good. <laughs> and I was smoked. But um, yeah. So like, I, I don't know. Handstand push-ups are a thing for me. And so I thought it was really cool when I saw Yuka doing them. On that end note. No! <laughs> Haruna Neko just lost. But she fought like said, beautifully. This is all 138's fault. 
if she didn't lose those poles, and if the odds <laughs> weren't stacked up against her, she would have. She did her won. best to not let it affect her. I thing. don't care. I'm on this show was before the polls, so. Damn, dude, you can't even give her that. You have like. Yeah, free Yappy one. Woo. You don't even care that Yappy's here. I care for this violin music, but. This music so is epic. The, while, while I change my headset setup, I'm going to leave you guys with a question. <laughs> I want to hear your thoughts on it. So, uh, where did the trend of putting stickers on your faces come from, and why is it so amazing? Where where did that start? Is can we figure out the source for that, or how many stickers on your we, face? Yeah, stickers on like you'll notice a lot of the wrestlers have like little stickers by their eye. I never even like noticed. That. Like, <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, it just looks that, cute, but I don't know. Is who's that doing a trend it. in America at all, or is that just Japan? I feel like America is more for the face paint and stuff like that. Uh. It is, but it's like, it's like what they call e-girls. Like that's mainly where you see it happening. Guys, you know it's going to be a good match when Raku comes up with the pillow. <laughs> but look, it's our this god. This match is already ten out of ten. <laughs> sleepy, sleepy the pillow. Like, she's just so... She's beaming. She is so happy to be doing this match. Yes, we can hear you. Yeah. Yeah. Isn't that better? You're a bit louder now, but that's fine. So yeah, Mizuki, woo! It's Mizuki! I like this, so there's... Hey! It's Riho! Mizuki. Oh no, oh no. Oh, you did not. We're going to get canceled for that. I know. Don't start that. It's a hot take. It's a joke. It's a joke. (laughs) See, I I hear that a lot, and I'm like, ah, yeesh. That is a... See, see, look at God. She's just smarter. The only people who say that are fucking dumbasses. You know, I always get secondhand embarrassment when people on Twitter, like, they see a video of, like, or, or gif of Mizuki, and everyone's like, oh, that Riho, I didn't know she did this, Mm. or blah, blah, blah. They confuse them so much. When it's like you put them next to each other, they they don't look, besides gear, or at least Riho's old gear, they don't look like other than that. I mean, a lot of moves are similar, but like that's just the Emi Sakura like, jumping out. <laughs> yeah, they were both trained by the same person, so, of course. And they both are skinny and weigh like 80 pounds, so other than that, though. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 
Mizuki is not falling for any of Raku's tricks. I love this moment. Yeah. <laughs> She's trying to go. put her to sleep, and Mizuki doesn't want to go to sleep. I just like how they sell a fucking pillow hit like it's a chair. <laughs> <laughs> it's amazing. Nap time. <laughs> How's my uh, audio? Is it still okay? Okay, cool. Sorry, I was getting a lot of feedback. My uh, computer speakers are quite loud, and I think I was getting a lot of y'all's talking on my audio, so it might be a little bit messed up for a little for a few minutes there. Cutest pen. Don't tell Mesa Saruga that. Seriously, the whole idea of Raku as a character is just... I mean, that's just such a great thing. Like, I mean... Who comes to the professional oh, I want to hear your... What's that? I got to hear your hot takes, your hot Raku takes. No, I mean, it's not a hot take or anything like that, but I just love the idea of, like, I'm going to come here with my pillow and, like, the whole idea <laughs> of, like, putting people to sleep and, like, this is just, like, you know what I mean? Like, It's beautifully Brechtian. <clears throat> yeah, like, it I, is, I love it. Like, she is, instead of wanting the audience to be lulled into the show to be drawn into the show <laughs> she wants to break them out of it and create an entirely different world when she does so <laughs> and her yeah, comedic I... spots her creating this world of magic makes those moments of violence just that much more stark and crushing a good Raku right. match is incredible I just picture Raku as that, you know that meme of the kid saying, I like turtles? But it's just her saying, I like trains. <laughs> I do like Mizuki's new outfit, and now it's sparkly silver. Is it new or just a different one she's had? <laughs> I don't know, I think it's new because I'm used to the pink and the blues. So I, uh, I don't think I brought it up, but I think she has been wearing it yeah. for like a little bit this year already. Oh, she's putting, yeah. ooh, what's happening? All her gear is pretty much the same, just with the color variant. The Good Morning Express, the Ohio Express. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder when we're going to get the the Dark Mizuki variant. Maybe the new Bishki Gun. I would say Bishki Gun Mizuki, that'd be dope. It's going to happen one day, it's inventable. Like, I don't think, well. Saki-sama's, Saki-sama's had her eye on her for like four <laughs> years now. Five. Actually, yeah. six. Maybe six. <laughs> It's I don't think they have the guts to pull Mizuki into that, though. Wrestlers to have as many different outfits and color combinations and things that they can because um, the whole collectability aspect when it comes to things like trading cards or checkies or portraits, like, you know, because people got to collect them all, you know? So it's like if if my favorite wrestler has seven different outfits – I need to have checkies with that wrestler in all of those outfits. I need to have portraits of all those. Like, it's... They know what they're doing. Jeff, are you a BBM card collector? I, actually, I've never purchased any BBM cards, but I, I, I might... I, I've I've seen them at the stores before, and I thought about it, but I didn't pick it up in the past. And I, I've been thinking about trying it out. Um, I might pick up a box this year, Um if I can find it. Um, some of the Choco Pro fans are super into it. Um, and a couple of them like to collect, which is awesome. Um, so, you know, I'm, I, I might try to find a box. I was looking at the new set. The new set is coming out this month, apparently. Um, mm-hmm. 
but I went to look at the boxes online and they're all like sold out the pre-orders. So I'll hmm. have to look and see if I can find a, a box in a wild at like a, you know, trading card shop here in, in Tokyo. If I find a box, I might pick it up. I think a box of cards is like around 8,000 yen or 9,000 yen. Um, maybe it might be marked up to 10,000 yen for the shop. That's crazy. You know, but if it's like 12,000 yen, then I'm like, yeah, I don't know. Um, so it depends on if I can get was... a, a decent price. Um, maybe I'll pick up a, a, a box. I was always thinking of getting a box, but then again, like I, the only cards I really want is Meisei Michelle and Sakisama. <laughs> so I just wait till someone posts up a listing on like, You can just find that on eBay, yeah. And I just get those two cards. And I'm just wondering what kind of merch they're going to have at the LA show. But I know it's going to be expensive. Oh, yeah, that's, yeah, that's going to be... That, that should be a great show. I would definitely say you should go to it for sure. Like, I already got tickets. Great, that's awesome. Yeah, if you have a chance, you should Let's talk to. about that. I was uh, doing some math, and if they sell out, unless they have some deal somewhere somehow, in, in like... The uh, the the cost of uh, all of the tickets. No, they definitely sold out. Their effort. Oh yeah, they're making bank because all the they, pretty much all the seats are sold out. Yeah, they sold and out the all front the front row. The, seats, row were expensive. And the only thing left is the um, general admission. Yeah. Yeah, because I just got general admission. Because even though I like TJPW, I ain't paying fucking. Almost two hundred bucks for a seat and for the first. Oh, room. were the seats ridiculously expensive? Oh hell yeah, they always are. It's LA. Everything's stupidly expensive. Yeah. Like, Guys, let's talk about that because they announced the lineup of the fifteen going to the LA show, and me and one thirty H aren't uh, happy at all because uh, there's no Neko and no Palm going uh, to the show. I don't care about Neko, but no Palm. What the fuck? <laughs> they left the pets the at home. They left, they left, okay, the ones who aren't going on to the show, that makes sense. That doesn't make sense. Tom being left off is interesting. Like, there must be some reason. There, there, you never know. We don't know what's happening behind the scenes. Maybe she she might not be able to go to the show yeah. for some reason or another. You know, there, there's there's a lot of reasons. But it is interesting Maybe because she doesn't I think Tom, you know, yeah. L.A. seems like a city that would be, that would be very Tom friendly. Like very Palm-like. Oh, yeah. Yes. yeah. I think she, she would love to go shopping a California in LA. kind of vibe, I think. You know what I mean? It's California Palm. That's a new Palm. Yeah. <laughs> so, like... Well, I just like how there were so many people were tweeting upset that she wasn't there or not going that she even had a tweet <laughs> like, so oh, smooth. thanks for the support. <laughs> That's the thing. Like, some, of so these, some, like, some of these... Some of these... Um, some of these wrestlers have been doing it for so long and they're just so smooth with everything they do. But it's really interesting, right? So one of the cool things that you'll see a lot of in 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 Joshi that you don't see as much in like say WWE or AEW or other places is like the idea and it's it's a totally a Japanese thing and especially with girls and women it it's a kind of a thing in Japan for it, it it's it, I personally don't get it and it, it 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 is a little bit sexist in a way but there's like Japan is very still set in its ways on like this is what girls are supposed to be like this is what boys are still supposed oh, yeah, to be like sure. and you know it's it's you know if i ask my japanese friends that are women they'll, they'll say like japan's like 50 years behind and it's very in, repressive in, and in, conservative in, in, in a lot of ways um but so yep. a, a big thing is is 
oftentimes girls are not supposed to be better than boys at sports or at things like that, right? Mm-hmm. We know that girls can be just as good if, and and better than than boys. Like, okay, if you're a girl and you played basketball in high school and you're on the basketball team, and I'm a boy and I never played basketball, yeah, you're probably better than me at basketball, right? Because you you played basketball, and like that's normal and that should be how it is. But in Japan, it's really interesting because a lot of times it's considered cute to not be good at something. Or to be clumsy, mm-hmm. or, or these things like that, right? Um, yeah. And so, when you have characters that are supposed to be cute, uh, you know, this this wrestler probably can do this move perfectly every time, like and hit it like with no question. And and but it's cuter if she's a little bit off on it, or it's cuter if she's like sells it like she's a little bit clumsy or not athletic. And it's so like. You'll see this where they'll like purposefully dumb down their athletic ability to be more clumsy and cute when in reality they're probably like super hella good at it, which is something that you don't see so much in the States, I think, right? Like, I don't know. I I think it's an interesting thing. Japan just likes cute things. Yeah. Eh. (laughs) Like, it's like Lulu Pencil. I guess Lulu Pencil is a perfect example. Like, yeah, you know, like Lulu Pencil's like splash is is <laughs> if, if you've ever seen Lulu yeah. Pencil splash off the window, it's 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 absolutely. absolutely. It's not even a splash. It's a she jumps down, then just gently falls. And on then them. she kind of falls on them, <laughs> I right? Missed that. We all know Lulu Pencil could probably jump off of a window and land on somebody, right? But the yeah. idea is like she doesn't, you know, and like that is a oh, it's, so... it's a perfect example of what of, of of this kind of concept, right? Um, what. Let me get you guys' opinion. You think it's Lulu Pencil in the Deathworm costume? No, Ooh. it's Anton. Wait, I didn't Honda. think about that possibility. Do you? I've seen the rumor go around that people think that it's Lulu Pencil in the Deathworm costume. Oh God! No, <laughs> no I'm pretty sure it's not. <laughs> I mean, that would be hilarious. <laughs> Unless, let, I you think know, I know let's who it actually that, is, let's, but let's, I won't say, say it. Yeah, that that is a thing. Let's let's imagine. That sounds amazing. All right, but anyway, First of we've all, got our, our it's favorite palm. palm. It's palm and that traitor Yuki. Oh, <laughs> oh I wait, well, hold on. I gotta call some. Pe- I I gotta call some people out. Okay. A A Kitty from Reddit, who's been on the podcast, and Ego, who's been on the podcast, both today barely realized that that Palm has a P on her chest, on her gear. You shouldn't pee on Palm's that is, like, chest. Switched in on her gear, right? Yeah, that's a, a big giant P. Yeah, they barely noticed that today. So she's Cause taking palm stands. Because I think from this show, somebody posted a picture where, like, you could clearly see it. And they were like, I mean, oh, if what? you have a letter on your chest, you have to be a superhero. Palm is super for sure. It's hyper palm. We've Actually, seen her palm before. is kind of like the, the Lulu pencil of TJPW in a way. But she can yeah. actually wrestle. Lulu can wrestle. Yeah. You haven't seen Lulu pencil matches her, in like two her, years. Her, okay. her, her strengths were other things besides wrestling. Well, yeah, she she's probably on Chris Brooks. Where is Tom Harajuku? She's, she's probably Chris worse Brooks. now because she hasn't wrestled in like two years. <laughs> you just said she's Deathworm. She's won a match before. <laughs> I said, I've heard the rumor it is. We don't know for sure. 
According to every rumor told by you, it is true. Oh my god. Oh my god. It's Murder Rica. She's gonna kill us all. So my buddy Eric that I mentioned earlier, he's goes through... Uh, so he's he doesn't watch uh, TJPW much. However, he has his favorite... Jo- so he, Yuki Kamifuki used to be his favorite Joshi wrestler. And um, he is now, over the last month, now uh, Miyu Watanabe Ooh. is his new favorite wrestler. Well, of course, with that momentum last year, who wouldn't be a Miyu fan? <laughs> Ooh. Oh, God, Palm. Kiesel's not here. He, he's... Mm-mm. She tried the wrong one. Whoa. <laughs> I know, he's not Kiesel. He's like, I ain't got time for that shit. That was perfectly timed and perfectly done. Uh, Palm's, Palm's the best. Except she's not going to LA. LA. <laughs> like, I get it that there could be, like, visa issues or passport yeah. issues, so maybe it's out of Tej's hands, but honestly, yeah. when you look at the... Like, maybe, the final... it, maybe it's all those murders that she then, then did. I mean, I, I don't know. It, we, 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 we can't say what, what their, their booking decisions are, but I think they must, un, you know, they, they have metrics that none of us have. You know, we have just this idea of, like, what we feel, but, like, they have all these metrics and seeing all these, they must know that Palm is popular, and you could see Palm's been getting more highlighted yeah. more recently, right? And the whole the Max the Destroyer and Palm thing, really, Palm is quite popular yeah. right now. So unless there was a reason why they couldn't bring her, they would absolutely bring her because it would make financial sense to bring her, right? Almost every quote or tweet like was like everyone questioning, "Where's Palm? Where's Palm?" And you could see even Palm was like, yep. "Oh yeah, the backlash so is huge." Who knows? Maybe yeah. they'll surprise everyone and Palm will be there. You never do you know. Think, do you think we can bully Tej into putting Palm on the show? <laughs> I mean, Japan, Japanese companies uh, don't pull uh, those type of shenanigans. I don't think as much we should bully Tej. Western companies. Uh, usually, oh, like, I'll say that's if know. they even give a shit about Western fans. So even Max was disappointed. <laughs> they do. They absolutely do. They have I put out multiple days. statements and made distant. Uh, they have made business decisions that are yes. just not akin to what Japanese business is. Yeah, they absolutely give a shit about Western fans, and they are trying to capture that audience. Yeah. I think Japanese wrestling companies are more and more trying to do that, and they're they're looking more and more globally for growth, um, and they're realizing that's that's a, an, an untapped market that has a lot of potential. Um, that's why I mean, especially with TJPW, like to say that you, they don't care about getting the Western fans or whatever. It, I mean, I can see that, and when we look at it, we might think that. But I mean, you've got things like, I mean, Yuka Sakazaki is in AEW right now. You know what I mean? Um, they send yeah, over Max Yuka Sakazaki. They send over Maki Ito. They send over um, some of their best talent, their most over talent, some of their biggest draws that people in Japan want to see. They'll send them to America for months at a time. That loses them money in Japan. If you don't have Yuka Sakazaki and Maki Ito and uh, Yamashita on a card that card is not going to be as popular as if they were on the card. So it's a big loss to TJPW domestically whenever those great talents go to America. So they would not send them to America if they didn't care about building that fan base and getting that recognition. You know what I mean? 
So, I mean, that, I think, speaks a lot. Well, you know what? I'm looking forward to um, when they do the... When ah, the they, did the, they did the nice little one person does the half of the heart and the other person does a thumbs up. Yeah. <laughs> it was That was upsetting for Palm. Because I know it's just a dirty traitor. Yeah. Such a great meme. But when... um, What was I going to say? Ugh, I was thinking of something. It'll come back. It'll come back to me. <laughs> oh, I remember. Um, because everyone on Twitter was saying if they're not having Palm go to LA, they're gonna have the fifteen Palm show in Tokyo. So Jeff, Jeff promised to illegally. Um, and that is when I'll get a. I I don't I don't think we should be saying these things on air. We're not going to do that, ladies and gentlemen. I they assure you. They don't watch you. our podcast. We haven't been canceled yet. They, so this is what yeah. we call. I'm going to give you a secret. We are not admitting to crimes we on have the, air. It's called the dumb gaijin card. So remember how? <laughs> uh, remember how we were talking about how if earlier we were joking around. If you're like a 45 year old salary man, you could kind of do whatever you want. It's interesting how how Japanese businessmen, if you put a little alcohol in them, they change into completely. It's like Doctor Jekyll and Mister Hyde. But um, but yeah, we also have the idea of the 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 gaijin card. And you can get away with doing things that you shouldn't be able to get away with. And then you just say, oh, I didn't know. I'm guy. I didn't know. Sorry. And Japanese people tend to be very forgiving of you in that regard as well. So uh, I'll just have to play the dumb gaijin card and get away with life and, and do everyone a service. So that's the idea. Huh? What? Wait, I... Uh, I can I can do this right. It's okay. You're saying it's okay. Oh, thank you so much. It, it, you you learn how to get away with it. No, but all all jokes aside, yeah, I, I would I would I would encourage people to try not to use that card as much as possible in Japan and be a good, responsible resident, citizen, or tourist. <laughs> Speaking of dumb gaijin, have you been to any of those baka gaijin shows? Not at all because those things sell out so quickly. Um, the yeah. first, the first one, the, one sold out, I, like... uh, the first one I tried to get a ticket to. Actually, the first one I couldn't go because I had to travel that that day. The second one I, I was able to. I'm like, okay, sweet. I'm gonna get a, a a ticket for this for me and my buddy. And I was waiting for it. And I think I was about 15 minutes late. Uh, it sold out in a minute and a half. And then, um, wow. this this next one. The one that the third one they just announced, I, I shot an email to their thing about asking when's it going to go live, but I missed it. But it wouldn't have mattered because it literally sold out in ten seconds. Yeah, these Chrissy B fans are strong. That's incredible. Well, yeah, it's it's a combination of Chrissy B and Drew Parker have a very, 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 very dedicated fan base. Um, yeah. Do you see all the female fans <laughs> whenever you're watching the show? Oh yeah, when Chris, when <laughs> Chris, yeah. Like Bakugaijin one, it was like all female fans in the audience. <laughs> yes, but um, yeah, they're it is they're quick. beautiful to see. It's that combined with it's a very small venue, so it's limited seating. Um, yeah, and also the fact that for those tickets, so the the system they have is actually you don't. It's 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 like a reservation. You just email them, and you don't have to. There's no money down, so it's not like you have to go through credit card booking and all that stuff. You just email and say yes, I want a ticket this type of ticket and then it's like confirmed so you're rsvp essentially it's like an rsvp and then you pay at the door um so i think it's easier for people to just buy it you know because then it 
if for some reason it's they can't make it, they can always cancel, and then there's a waiting list for people. I was on the waiting list for the the second show, but I I didn't get a call from the waiting list, so I I, I think everyone nobody like bought a ticket but didn't show up, you know. But yeah, so that that's a hard show to get a ticket to, which sucks because Shimokitazawa is really close. I live, I could on the subway it's four minutes i think it's like it's it's three or four stops from me like it's right uh on my same subway line so it's it's a really convenient area great spot like i really hope to go to one of those shimoki tozawa shows soon those shows have you look been like to it blast. before like the actual location yeah so the the bakagaijin shows are at a curry shop and bar it's a curry restaurant and bar in it's shimoki a curry restaurant yeah at shimoki well. in shimoki Tazawa, which is a very hip kind of neighborhood um it's on the odaku line so from shinjuku it's probably about 10 minutes or so not even from shinjuku maybe seven stops um on odaku line from shinjuku um it's a really cool little fashionable spot it's famous for vintage clothing stores uh used record shops uh, lots of venues and restaurants and like kind of youth culture stuff. Like it, it, it's a really cool hip part of town, I guess you could say. I wanted like some inside scoop. Anyway, I'm distracting everyone <laughs> from the match. We've got a, a nice shoulder shoulder block mm-hmm. session going on. All right, so who do you think has the hardest chops in TJPW? Uh, I was going to say Raku. <laughs> Raku. Yuka. Oh, t- you she Raku's light as a feather. Right across the brain. She, she puts no Raku, effort into her chops. Those are the chops of a god. That yeah. brain tra- chop she does from the second <laughs> rope. She you have to barely tapped that match where she jumps off the second <laughs> rope and chops uh, Yukio St. Laurent. That was a painful chop. He was like on his toes and he like collapsed. After I saw that chop, I knew that was insane. Like, Raku's chops are no joke. Beautiful. I'm all, the reason Raku brings a pillow to the ring because she hits like a pillow. <laughs> that was great. The camera <laughs> angle right there was perfect. That was a perfect her shoe. camera angle as uh, her shoe. Palm rolled. And her shoe falls off, of course. <laughs> but she put it on perfectly. That was very nice. No, but that, that, that camera angle where she like kind of rolls forward into the camera, you see that little look of like desperation. <laughs> oh, God, I have to roll backwards now. And then she rolls backwards. That was perfect. Tag to murder, Man, this year, really, 2022 has been a breakout year for TJPW. Um, and I think 2023 is going to continue it. I really think that um, they're really getting on everybody's radar um, and really coming into their own. Uh, well, 2021 as well, but like really 2022, I think was a big year for them. Like for the longest time, Stardom has had like a chokehold on the main promotion, but I really think recently we've we've seen a lot of growth in in a lot of the 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 more the smaller or the niche promotions or the indies if you will in uh joshi and tjpw's really come up as a like proper teach have been putting in the work like, yeah no, tjpw time they have been making very small incremental choices like before if you ask just... a lot of western wrestling fans um anything about japanese promotions either they would probably say stardom or new japan but 
Oh yeah. Teachers put in so much work, like people are starting to recognize them. Yes. Is it... <laughs> Like, really, TJPW is kind of, like, a very, I think, uh, yeah, something about it, man. It's, it's, it, it, it feels, like, true to themselves, you know, I think, in a way. <laughs> like, I feel like they, they know their niche and they stick with it. And it's very, it's very Japanese, for sure. But, like, I, I don't know, something about it, it just has a nice little cool feel to it, cool factor. Um, yeah. It's kind of like, like you that watch TJ for the entertainment. You watch Stardom for good bit. wrestling. TJ has a lot of good wrestling. <laughs> Look at Palm go. But I mean, but I know what you know mean. what I mean. Like the traditional Josie hard hitting, like, like breaking neck style, you get in in Stardom. You don't get that in here. Meanwhile, TJ is always selling character. And yeah, story exactly. Parts. I don't know why. I think I gravitate towards more uh, that more like Stardom. I haven't gotten too much into, but like I just prefer TJ. Yeah, I like I both, mean, but I definitely I would I would watch the TJ show over a start. They also don't want to pay like fifty dollars for a start on pay per view every month. Yeah, yeah, and those pay per views are. I mean, a I guess I'm a bit of a. Uh, I'm not the. I mean, I. I'm a, a super fan of the 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 the, the, the nichiest of the niches. Mm-hmm. I'm the Choco Pro guy, so like, I guess I, I can't. I I, I guess when I'm not a good can. representation, but like. Um, yeah, I, I quite like TJPW as well, the charm of it, I think. Stardom, of course, like, don't get me wrong. Stardom has great, great matches and amazing wrestling and, and all that, but it doesn't, you know, it, there's a charm about TJPW. There's a charm about Choco Pro. There's a charm about these these other promotions that I think people really should watch and they should see and they should get it. And if they do, Wave. I think they'll fall in love Everyone with it. Everyone you know? needs to watch Wave. Watch Wave yeah. and your heart will grow. <laughs> I uh, I went to my first live wave show um, over the holiday New Year's kind of Japanese wrestling season, um, and it was a great great show. I was actually I was lucky. So Darren, one of the great Chaco Mints, Darren, who is the uh, uh, ring announcer for Singapore Pro Wrestling. Uh, by the way, Singapore Pro Wrestling, great little promotion in Singapore that they're doing a lot. They recently celebrated, I think, their tenth anniversary. Um, great kind of pro wrestling uh, promotion that's keeping pro wrestling alive in Singapore. Um, uh, Darren, uh, one of their, he trains wrestling and he's a ring announcer. He came down here for the kind of New Year's wrestling bonanza um, to Choco Pro, met up with him in Choco Pro a few times and went out to some other shows. Son of a bitch, they pin Palm. Yeah, Palm is always getting... That's what you fucking get! Well, that's what the P on her chest... For the deco. That's what the P stands for. It says pin here. It, it doesn't actually <laughs> stand for palm. She needs to change but, uh, that but, yeah, so out I... her outfit. Just like a target. Mm-hmm. That's what it is. Pin here. <laughs> <laughs> well, Brika won at least. You just made an enemy for life. Anyway, Darren, good dude. Uh, but he got way hungover. Uh, he drank way too much. I think he might have been out drinking with Chris Brooks the night before, possibly. Um, but he got wasted. Oh, that makes sense. And um, the funny thing is he made the Choco Pro show. I think this was maybe on the second or uh, first, maybe New Year's, New Year's Day, New Year's Eve. I don't remember. But he made the Choco Pro show. But he was he was meant to go to three shows that day. Um, but he was too hungover. So, like, after the Choco Pro show, we're just chatting. He's like, 
do you want do you want my ticket for the wave show i'm like why he's like yeah i've got to go i'm going back to the hotel i gotta sleep and so he gave me his wave uh front row front row seat in the corner like great 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 oh. ticket um got it for free and i was like awesome i'll happily take it and i got to watch an amazing he cut Ushida, uh title defense and it was it was a great great show wave was really really cool Ooh, a good show yeah to, really to good show we got to see Sheeta. Yeah, Sheeta and uh, Risa Sarah. Uh, Look, it's 130H's favorite team. <laughs> All right, here we go. Shoko Nakajima. I'm a, I'm a Shoko fan. I know you guys probably aren't, but I like Shoko. I'm, I'm vanilla. I am. How can you not like Shoko? 130H, otherwise. She's like... I don't know, you answer that, 130. Reminds what? me of Monster Hunter for some reason. <laughs> yeah, she's a fucking squirrel. What's wrong with squirrels? What you got against squirrels? <laughs> but there's the thing, you, after you... the Monster Hunter connection, there's nothing there to her. She yeah. doesn't do any wild woman moves. Well, she's supposed to be a kaiju. She should be coming out looking like Godzilla. She's no, an you incredible don't, not all wrestler. kaiju or lizards, you know? <laughs> you don't like Neko. You don't like birds. You don't like squirrels. What the <laughs> fuck do you like? He likes Palms. Palm. No, I like actual squirrels. I just don't like Shoko, because she sucks. <laughs> I don't think she sucks that much to be your princess of princess champion. At one point, I I don't trust her. Oh, we got a little Makito in the house. So, oh my god, this I never we were never. Really I thought talk that about was an outfit. afro for a second. <laughs> I was about to say this like long black gown that she started wearing. <laughs> I like it. It's cute. Oh, she's getting her own entrance. They're not coming out yeah. as a team. It looks like a furry yeah, trash bag. Yeah, she's got some <laughs> different <laughs> pants going on. Different little outfit going on here. Okay, no, those are just tights. Yeah, I know. The fact that they're giving them different entrances makes me think they're not going to win. <laughs> Can you believe they put her on the Joey Janela sh show? Yeah, she always works at GCW. Well, they didn't put her. I guess she got booked there, but yeah. Yeah, she always she she always works she, GCW. Masahito's so. been taking all sorts of bookings. It's really great to see a lot of these Japanese talents going in the states and and finding a lot of good bookings and a lot of people just wanting to watch it. They have Kota Ibushi also on the Janela show. Yeah. That's the insane thing. The fact that like. Maki Ito, absolutely. You know, she's done some GCW stuff in the past, and and that's a big. She's she's seen a lot of success in that kind of market, if you will. But um, for Kota Ibushi, like it's insane to think that Kota Ibushi's first match back since his injury, his major injury, is at a GCW <laughs> show of all things. Like what? And then like Joey, not Janela's that much show. though, because like, he like, spent a lot insane. of time working the Indies. Like that's the most Kota Ibushi move ever. <laughs> yeah. Like, he left New Japan just to go work around the world because he wanted to do that. Like, that's yeah. just his thing. Guess it's good to be independent. Like, I was more shocked when he signed a full-time contract with New Japan. So, interestingly enough, like, I've been seeing, like, you know that, that quite famous gif of uh, Yamashita, like, kicking Suzume's head off, basically? Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Like, uh, I've Little actually been seeing that uh, just the other day I, I was seeing some random like comedian person like uh in, on instagram that i follow sharing it like people that are normally well outside of the joshi world have been sharing that that gif recently so yeah. like that's pretty cool to see like 
It goes viral like every month. Like yeah, like, yeah. it repeatedly Even, like, goes viral, right? That one or the one where she, where the one with Noah, where she kicks the shit out of her. <laughs> like, dude, I, I give. I mean, everybody's like, "Oh my god!" I, I give just as much credit to Suzume in that for like death selling that. Like that was just, jeez. <laughs> and here goes Hypermersal with her bullshit again. Right. <laughs> it's not bullshit. Yeah, this is definitely the idol kind of culture stuff. I love the pattern on her uh, cape, and Hyper Masao's cape is a very traditional uh, Japanese pattern that you'll see on, like, uh, a lot of, like, various things. Like what, for real? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, there's, like, uh, tenugui, or I think it's called tenugui. Clothing. Like, they're these little, like, yeah. cloth things that you'll oh, wrap I didn't know your that was bento like... in. That's a popular design for those. Okay, it's yeah. a very traditional design. Yeah. I've seen it for bento. Yeah. So are we supposed to eat her? <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. Think, um, that, think her is the bento. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know how I should answer that. <laughs> I don't know. She might put a gun to your ways. head if you try. Hey, maybe Hyper Masao's American. Now that I think about it, we can't tell. She knows that how to. <laughs> I'm, I'm assuming when she comes to the LA show, she's gonna bring her guns with her. She knows how to entertain American audiences. She'd be like, I'm here, like. America. I've got my guns. I'm fitting in with all of you. <laughs> mm-hmm. Like, when she went to the I'm... UK, she had her whole, like, cape and her wand. Like, she knows what the British, like... Yeah, she so knows, Americans... She has to, like, be... gravitate towards Americans. It's gonna be guns, guns and uh, racism, I guess, is what she's gonna have when she comes to <laughs> Oh, I hate when you can't find, like, the end of Yo, the tape. Yo, isn't that the worst? Like, <laughs> I, every I time, it. don't... It's like, I can't find where the tape starts! Yeah, I... Ugh. I, I panic, too. See, you need Rap to set it up. You need, that's thing. why you need to get a marker. Helper. You get a marker, and you color the edge, so now you know where it is. Or you fold it over. Uh, Endo's so good at selling, like, if it's actually happening. <laughs> She's like, I'm ready now! <laughs> oh, a little bit too late. <laughs> oh no! Give him Poor the tape. Endo. This is a this is the perfect kind of spot for her. The hair looks good. Her hair always looks good. Her hair is beautiful. It'll probably fade out in like two weeks, though. So, wonder what's next. Right. I hope she has strong hair, or she's gonna be bald. Yeah, all this dying of your <laughs> I hair. I she's not I bald yet. Like that's the sort of thing Sasha Banks should have done. Absolutely. <laughs> Dude, I bet Sasha Banks messaged her to find out, hey, who's your hairstylist? <laughs> <laughs> I've got I've got I've got this whole idea of turning my hair into fire. Um can you can you give me any info, any links on who a good stylist in Harajuku might be? <laughs> I don't want to look diseased. The, the hair makes me very uncomfortable. <laughs> so I remember a few months ago they had a they had a show in Endo's hometown and they 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 were definitely using her as the face fit, which was kind of cool. Mm-hmm. That's the one cool thing I yeah. like about. I guess it's it's wrestling in, in more broadly, you know, because everyone's always over in their hometown or. But it's kind of cool that like in 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 the wrestling in Japanese wrestling when they go to the hometown, like they'll properly market that person as like the main star on that show or one of the main stars on that show you know what I mean it's kind of cool it's how it should be yeah like it only makes sense well you don't like the WWE style of you always losing your hometown 
Well, that's because the WWE survives and thrives on misery booking. They just <laughs> want to make you sad and mad so you'll tune in next time. Sometimes it genuinely feels like that. So like the pop title booking. I feel like Choco Pro was doing... I feel like people were thinking of that in Choco Pro. People would get so frustrated with the best bros because they're winning a lot. And they're like, why are the, be- why are the best bros keep winning? And they're getting so angry oh, at the beautiful. best bros like, oh, during their belt days. And I'm like, guys, in Japan, the best bros are like... Everyone loves the best Like, it's hard to... Like, Japanese fans and so it's like... Mei Saruga every, like, is freaking the face of that company for a reason so like again it's like they you know booking you have to kind of think about your the local fans right but yeah it did get boring as hell though but every time the best bros would elevate themselves and the match to new heights oh yeah yeah. i don't know about that no best bros are amazing they had good matches but i wouldn't i wouldn't fucking go that far with it I just like Black Komanechi. Why can't they be the champions? Right? Dude, so, I would love them as champs. This is the other thing. Like, yeah, some, so some people, some wrestlers, they're meant to lose. Like, Lulu. Lulu loses. Chie. Yeah. A lot of people are really getting frustrated with Chie right now. Like, they want to see Chie get those wins. But, like, yes, <laughs> that's the whole point. You're, you want to see them. But, like, her character, her story is, like, losing and struggle. And especially because how emotional she is, right? So, but when she does get those wins, it makes you feel great. Um, and she's still, you know, not got that the big one, right? Those big ones. Um, Sayuri just got her first, like, big win, like, not that long ago. Um, and it was a great feeling. So, like, I don't know. I, I, I get the frustration in the moment. And it's, like, it's sometimes difficult to, like, step back and be like, yeah, it's okay if my favorites lose. But, man, it sure does make it when they do finally win. It feels amazing, right? Like... So you kind of have ever to actually win. go through well, that. I am a Raku fan. Wins a hard fought and <laughs> rallying. What do you th- I'm a Haruna Neko fan and she never wins. <laughs> One day, you never know, man. Haruna Neko, she's going she's gonna, she's gonna to beat Miyu Yamashita. The middle of the ring. <laughs> Out of his name. She's going to be the Princess of Princess champion, okay? It's just the style they have in Japan. When you're on top, you stay on top for fucking ever. And also, Japanese fans love a, an underdog. They love a loser. Like, it's the common thing, especially with top baby faces. Even they like, they'll have them lose for even years before they finally get that oh. win. Yeah, you're so far ahead. <laughs> you are like five seconds ahead. You are way ahead, dude. Are you watching this at one point five speed? Because like, you get right? further and further Shit. ahead as the, as the card goes on. That's just the way that video works. Like, right now, Moko's pinning her, and then, okay. Yeah. Oh, no, Shoko! Shoko just hit. Yeah. <laughs> no, how could you betray okay, good. Hyper Missile like that? Dude, Hyper Missile has betrayed Shoko, like, 20 times, and she's still her friend for some fucking what reason. What do you think the January well, 4th Missile? match she's every year is to betray you. Come on, that's that's her charm. Missile going for the choke. Like, the, the real Missile was when she was in Bushkigun. She was not she's, in that group. She's that evil. For the love of God. Mackie's getting back into the ring again. Are we closer? Um, Miyu's oh. on top of her <laughs> as they're trying to inch in the ring. Yeah. They're trying to move slowly to keep the tape holding together. Miyu's like turning 180. <laughs> okay. 
Speaking of Bishigigun, um, Jeff, I have a favor to ask. What's up? When Saki-sama comes back to France, uh, comes back from France to Japan, do you think you can give her my resume? <laughs> <laughs> if she's looking for any news servants. I've been trying to get hired for a long time. So you can no, even no, give it to Mei Michelle. You're to do better than May. You have some competition. Actually, I'm sure Saki-sama, well, she's quite discerning, though, so I don't know. Yeah. I'm, I'm not trying you to replace May. can't give it to May because she's dead. She's not dead! <laughs> like, it would hurt my heart to lose Ange, but if it was to Saki-sama, I would understand, and I would give her a glowing Oh, double headbutts. Well, she'd only be gone for like a year. That seems to be how quick I love Saki-sama it. goes through. She won't get sick of me. Mocky's I will do like, everything. Yeah, yeah, we're good. Let's do it again. Let's do it again. Mew, Mew's like, oh my god, my head. Mew's head. <laughs> See, Mew just has to use her jaw. That's her strong point of her face. <laughs> but please, just use your foreigner card and bond with Saki-sama. You guys are both not from Japan. Just bond with her. I thought you her. said bottom with Saki-sama. I was like, what? Bo- no. <laughs> bond with her. Oh, they are out. At the there was this um, there was a WrestleGraph uh, uh, art. There's like a, there was a photo exhibit last year for WrestleGraph. Uh, oh, I wanted to go so bad. Yeah, so I went to that one. It was beautiful. So many great photos. Great art. Actually, that's where I got. Uh, I met uh, a few of the other. There was a lot of different artists that do art in the pro wrestling kind of space um throughout the gallery lots of different artists being able to highlight their work and and uh, that's where i got to meet um la mystica he's he's a great young guy um he looks like maybe even university age but he might be in his mid mid 20s um you know japanese people can sometimes look quite ageless right um but he's an amazing designer I, i picked up a shirt there that's where i ran across him and um so many other great artists in there but uh, they had for the rest graph, there were these little trading cards you can get. It was like a gotcha system for 200 yen for a trading card. And um, they had guys and girls, uh, Joshi and regular wrestlers. And so I was like, okay, let me get like, I'll do like, you know, I think I got like, I said, okay, give me like five of the women's. I think I bought five. Yeah, I was like, okay, here's a thousand yen. I'll do two men and three women cards. Because I really was hoping to get a May Saruga. Uh, card of course um and then for the guys i was hoping to possibly maybe get a chris brooks or a masa takanashi or gaba g chan who's like this kind of like i, I don't know how to explain gaba g chan but anyway oh yes um on my two men's cards i got mal and gaba g chan so i was like sweet these are great i like these that's cool um uh, mal's one of ddt's uh, uh great great names and a really great performer who's gonna have a really good future i think in america he'll get over big time Absolutely. Um, for the women's cards, I got three. And his matches with Mesa Ruga are beautiful. Oh, yeah, definitely. His, his match with Brooks uh, with the wooden board to the groin, quite quite popular gif. Um, yeah, Mal versus May was amazing. Aki was quite jealous that May would got to wrestle against Mal, and he hasn't yet. But, um,. But yeah, so anyway, for the women's cards, I got three of... I got first card I opened, I look, Saki Akai. Second card, <gasps> Saki Akai. Third card, <laughs> Saki Akai. I was like, what the hell? Holy shit. I got three of the ding, same ding, ding, card. Ding, 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 ding. <laughs> How do I buy all of those off you? 
<laughs> well, I have, I have, so I, I, I went and I was like, oh, I got to buy a couple more. Let me, I, I want to try to get a May. So I went and I was like, can I buy two more of the, and they're like, oh, two. I was like, yeah. And I was showing like, yeah, I, I got three different cards, but you, you pick them randomly, right? But all three of my, and they could have been like, what? You got three of the same card? I'm like, yes. And I showed them. I'm like, I'm like, oh, just, you can trade one back. And it's like, okay. So they let me trade one. I gave one of the Sakya Kai's back because they're in like little sleeves. So they could just re-sleeve it. And then like, oh, grab another, and I grab a fourth one, another Sakya Kai. <laughs> I was like, what in the world? <laughs> this is my paradise. <laughs> if that I was, was like, me. what in the world is going on? And it's, we're, we're just all laughing. Like, how is that even like mathematically possible? You know what I mean? So we're just having a good you laugh just... over it. And then they're like, wait, wait. And they just grab another random one and just check. Like, okay, someone different. And they, they gave me someone different. But of course it wasn't Mesa Ruga, sadly. So, but yeah, so I, I, I have this weird uh, thing where I got like all Saki Akai. And um, one of the, uh, one of the. It's a sign. Yeah, I think so. Actually, one of the You're staff. You're in with her. There, one of the staff there at the gallery. Uh, she's an artist as well. Her name is Nanaha. She does a lot of pho- photography. And she has some great uh, photography around um, the wrestling ring. A lot of stuff with death matches and um, really good artsy stuff. There's this one photo she's got of the the ring ropes with the like after taking the pad off, and it's just something about it. it just has this kind of sad, kind of melancholy type of look to this photo that is like I really love. So I'm thinking about picking it up one of these days. But um, yeah, she messaged me the next day. Because Saki Saki Akai was came to the to the thing. She's like, "Oh, Saki's here." I was telling her how you got like all of her cards. I was like, "God damn it!" And she sent me pictures. She's like, "You should come and say hello." I was like, "I can't get there right now." Like, <gasps> oh, do you know? I would have ran and like crawled through like the city to get there like as soon as I could. If I heard yeah, it was that. funny. She sent me a photo, and I'm like, ah, yeah, it was pretty funny. She, the she she's nicely. Yeah, See, but that's, that's not Saki Sama. But like, if you could have met Saki Akai and give her my resume, maybe she could pass it on to Saki Sama. Yeah, maybe she could that pass it on. All Sakis are the same Saki in my eyes. Hmm. Okay. All Mews are the same Mews. I do have another question for Jeff, especially since they're coming to LA. Um... What are some kind of manners or something you would say people should be mindful of when meeting Joshi wrestlers? Yeah, so one of the interesting things, I think, when it comes to foreign fans versus Japanese fans or just the the average, the, the regular mannerisms, if you will, is I think for foreigners, we're much more open or touchy or like outwardly friendly and like relate relate to them almost like equals whereas i think japanese fans are much more and generally much more shy or they respectful i guess would be the way that japanese fans would probably look at it as a respectful thing but i wouldn't necessarily say that american fans should do that Uh, Because I do think a lot of the Japanese wrestlers, when they go over uh, abroad uh, and interact with with fans abroad, they actually like to see the genuine response and the difference. And like, wow, American fans are like this. They're a little bit different than Japanese fans. Yeah, I was going to say that. Um, So like, I I think like genuinely, 
Yeah, people should be themselves. I would say in Japan, touching is a little bit different. They're not as touchy as a society. So like, you know, where we might like offer a handshake or tap someone on the shoulder or be like, oh, that is not as common in Japan. And so you might catch someone by surprise if you were to try that. Um, but you never know. It's like feel it out, right? But like, I think that people should just be themselves and show their genuine appreciation and enthusiasm. And I think the Japanese talents are going to love it. And they're there because they want to see that experience. They want to have that experience, right? Um, so I don't think people should put too much thought in it. They should just enjoy the show. Go have a good time. Don't take it so seriously. You know, just enjoy it. That's that's my advice. Go with an open mind and you're going to have a, a really fun time, right? And don't that's and don't be weird in like the wrong way. Be weird in a quirky way. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. I, I, be respectful, right? Don't don't be groping people and don't be like taking inappropriate photos and things oh, like absolutely. that. And oh, absolutely. All that crap. Like, be be be. You know, don't embarrass yourself. <laughs> don't embarrass yourself in our country. And don't embarrass us. Can you imagine finally meeting your favorite jo- like wrestler, your favorite Joshi, uh, Joshi wrestler, and then you embarrass yourself so bad? Yeah, that is a good thing. 130H, prepare yeah, yourself. That, that's a good point. Like, Keep in mind, for, for a lot of these wrestlers, you might be their first experience uh, if, if you meet them or, or, or you know, as a fan in the crowd you know, at that show in L.A. That, that might be a lot of these wrestlers' first uh, experience like this. Um, so it's, it's going to be something that's going to be very important to them, and it's going to be something that's very memorable for them. Um, so yeah, it's a good chance to really be part of a great memory for them as well. And you want it to be a great memory. Don't be a part of a terrible memory because you freaking were a, a weirdo to them. You know what I mean? Or you were like a jerk or something, you know, <laughs> like, you know, have fun, but you know, keep, keep that in mind, I guess. I think it's going to be positive. Be for cool. involved, though. I think the fans are going to have a great time. I think the wrestlers are going to have a great time. Um, give some recommendations, you know, if you know a great spot, don't, Hey, you should go check out this when you're in the city. I bet they'll appreciate that. Yeah, stuff like that. So, for example, if Void goes and he meets Raku, it's not... Is it not appropriate for Void to read his whole Raku Bible to No, him? no, it isn't. <laughs> I can tell you, you that. You don't do that. Oh, what go. I will say that's different about Joshi wrestling as a fan versus... So, like, a big thing you'll see, and I'm sure they'll have it there, is... It's a big thing to buy portraits or uh, what they call checkies or Polaroids. I don't know if they're going to have the Polaroids. Um, I don't know what they'll have at that show. They might not have the Polaroids because it'll probably be too big of a show. Uh, too many fans. But but they might have portraits for sale, possibly. I don't know. I, I, I can't say for certain. But generally, they'll often sell portraits and you get like signed autographed portraits by the wrestlers. Um, mm-hmm. And I know for some american fans that might be a little bit strange i know for me it was a little bit like for me i don't i don't really collect the portrait so much and it's more just a space issue i i I really wouldn't know what i would do with all of them uh i like the checkies because they're they're much smaller i can just put them in my drawer but um yeah i would say don't be shy about buying that stuff it's not weird it's not like oh my god i'm weird because i bought a polaroid of my favorite wrestler you know like buy that stuff that's that's how these wrestlers get tipped you know, if you have like a favorite wrestler and you buy their portrait, you know, a lot of that money goes right to directly to that wrestler. So it's almost like a way of tipping them or buying them a beer kind of type of thing. So like by buying their portraits, you're you're helping them out a lot. So like and, and, and you're helping the promotion know who's popular. So I would encourage fans to, to, to not be shy about that stuff and to 
to feel free to, to buy a portrait of their favorite wrestler and support them. Uh, the wrestlers really appreciate that stuff. I think that'd be like the most exciting part for me to like actually get to meet them and like get to chat with them even for like a minute. Yeah. And get something signed from them. That'd be an amazing experience. You don't see that often, often like in the major promotions. Yeah, yeah. It, it's something that you don't see with like WWE and AEW. You know, they do those fan mm-hmm. meetups and things like that sometimes. But like, well, I don't but know. They are so that's prohibitively the I'm not sure expensive. Be able to do that it's in, like in seven grand. Yeah. yeah, those things are ridiculous. Yeah, it's 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 insane. But like here, you can get like a checky and stuff for like ten bucks. Like it's amazing. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So I don't know if it's going to be the same at the U.S. show or not. But like in a in a J- Japanese show, in a show in Japan, portraits and checkies are generally, and it depends on the, on the on the promotion. But you're talking about like ten bucks, twenty bucks. You know, uh, at Choco Pro, portraits are one thousand one hundred yen. Uh, checkies are one thousand one hundred yen. Um, you know, they'll autograph them for you. They'll talk you, chat with them. You know, it's it's quite fun. And and those things are essentially a direct tip to the wrestler. You know, that money goes right to the wrestler, basically. What would you say about people, like, worrying about communication? Like, if they can't speak Japanese or if they would be able to understand um, enough English? Yeah, I mean, that's, that's, that, it, 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 you know, that might be the case. But at the same time, it's like most Japanese people, you know, all Japanese students study English in high school and junior high school. Um and all these wrestlers will at least know basic English. Like, I mean, obviously, mm-hmm. if you're like, hey, so uh, what do you think about the, you know, assassination of Prime Minister Abe last year? Yeah, that's probably, like, not a conversation that <laughs> they can have in English. Um, <laughs> but if you're like, oh, man, thank you for coming to L.A. We love you. It's the best. I love TJPW. You're a great wrestler. You're amazing. You inspire me. Maybe inspire might be a difficult word. Simple but English. Like, use. you know, that type of stuff. They'll, it's fine. They're going to love it. They're going to appreciate And even if they don't understand, they're going to see your facial expressions, that body language, that happiness, and they're going to give it right back to you. You know what I mean? Their entire career is spent communicating with their bodies, body language, to a large audience. They can absolutely communicate to you and in turn, know what it is in a general sense that you're trying to say to them. Exactly. And I would say Japanese fans are, are, are some of the most hardcore fans ever, so don't feel like embarrassed about being, oh, I'm too geeky, or like, to feel shy about gushing about how great they are. It's fine. They're, they're used to it. <laughs> yeah. Don't worry about Everyone, it. People come dolled up in all their merch and uh, towels and glow sticks so they've seen it all yeah honestly i i imagine that's going to be an amazing show and i think i i think the roster is going to be super excited like that's a big thing for tjpw this show so i think anyone who has the chance to go to that show is going to be um extremely lucky because you know that every person on that show is going to be trying to make it the best possible show that they can do um so i i have a lot of confidence that that's going to be an outstanding outstanding show and everyone that goes is going to have a great experience um and i'm really excited for for a lot of folks that this is going to be their first chance to see some of these wrestlers um live you know um so i I really think that it's going to be a beautiful beautiful show 138 are you going to make a sign nah probably not (laughs) I have, like, no art skills, but I would definitely, like... Because, like, I think that's more like a Western audience thing, that we make signs. 
Yeah, like yeah, that's that, that is more of a like, Western audience thing. I don't even think the spot where it is lets signs in because I've never seen one at a show there. How mm-hmm. what? How big is that venue? How many how many uh, seats is it? Is it like a couple hundred? Um, couple thousand? Like what are we looking at? Maybe like three hundred, probably. Okay. Because there's a downstairs and then there's an upstairs balcony. Okay, with that size, then they'll probably do the normal stuff at the least like, portraits. Maybe not checkies, maybe not Polaroids, but they'll probably well, no, do portraits. They're definitely doing a, a meet and greet, but it's through the WrestleCade or whatever the fuck it is. Oh, some probably some American partner companies like, oh, we're gonna do it this way so we can make more money off of it. Oh, it'll it'll probably be like close to a hundred bucks just to get able to do it, and oh, you have to do it per wrestler, tough. I believe. Oh, that is brutal. Yeah. For Saki Akai and Higuchi, I would do it. <laughs> I'm all it's LA. What do you expect? I would yeah. do it. Well, because put it this way, the tickets for the DDT show were like forty bucks for general admission. And it was sixty for the TJPW show. Mm, I see. Yeah, that is something you will see because it's like the more niche product it is, or the more niche of an audience, like it, it sometimes gets more expensive. Um, part of it is also because it's you know sometimes it's smaller. Like you know if you have a show that has only two hundred seats versus a show that they can have a thousand seats, you know like yeah the show that's two hundred seats maybe they have to charge a little bit more per seat because otherwise they're not going to be profitable i mean they're flying all the way from japan well you also have to remember too it's wrestlemania weekend so yeah so it is that but it's also i mean think about the the, the expense you know they're flying to america they're flying all their talent to america there's a lot of cost involved in putting on this show for tjpw compared to just doing like hey we'll do another show at coracan hall you know i mean like doing a show at coracan hall is way more affordable for them than flying 16 freaking roster members figuring out visas all of that into America. Like, this is going to be an expensive show for TJPW. So um, I'm sure, like, I don't think it's going to be, like, a massive profit windfall. You know what I mean? Like, it, it's it's going to be about that name and getting people to see the, the product, I think, right? And I think the product's definitely generated interest. In terms of just straight tickets, the TGFPW show sold a lot faster and better than the DDT show. Well, people have long joked that it's TJPW that's propping up Wrestle Universe. It uh, might be. That'd definitely be Noah. I mean, DDT is great. Don't get me wrong. I'm, I'm sure Noah great. makes way more money than both of them combined. What's that? I said, I'm pretty sure Noah makes way more money than DDT and TJPW combined. Really? Because they run stadiums. They run way bigger places. Well, she's angry. <laughs> um. Well, pretty much, like, even though we... I feel like we didn't even talk about TJ as much. Yeah, <laughs> sorry, I ruined that episode, <laughs> guys. The match... We talked about Japan. The match did end in a draw. Boo. That you can you can you can title this episode Jeff ruins watch Tej or something. <laughs> no 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 no. This has been wonderful. My mind Choco just. This has been great. I told you you're our celebrity here. People just came to listen to you talk. It was wonderful to get your perspective and experience. Why do you think I kept asking you questions? Everyone wants to hear you talk. <laughs> no. And you're giving us such good insight on Japan and how people should act and 
things yeah, all around. General, I mean, we we could obviously go way deeper on things, but you know, it's really interesting though when you look at certain care. It it makes me wonder. Like, so I think there's. I think these days, I think people are saying or seeing that it's different. But I think for the longest time, like a character like Hyper Masao, if you would ask someone in America ten years ago, like this character would never be able to get over in America. Like people would look at that and be like, no, that that's Japan only, you, you mean right? Like but like I think hurricane? nowadays, even it's these, the these characters can get over in America, and people in America want to see these characters. Like I, I I think that like stuff that's almost in some ways the more niche, more like interesting it is for people like you know like these characters that that can exist within the 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 realm of joshi that you don't see in the realm of american wrestling or even american tv or well media. you do it's just on the indies it's on the indies yeah like, not that's probably as fair. widespread like in the majors no way but on indies you've always had people getting over with comedy gimmicks hmm yeah, that's why, like, on the indies, best bros can 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 exist and just be amazing. But, like, yeah. it's difficult to get best bros booked on AEW TV. Even though you you think, like, man, best well, bros is so likable. Like, you'd think they'd, they'd instantly be Yeah, but the it. majors don't do intergender, so. Yeah. The best bros don't work when it, when the guys could only wrestle the guys and the girl could only wrestle the girl. Yeah, I heard Tony Khan's really against it. He doesn't want any, like, mixed well, wrestling. Well, just... Because that shit don't fly in America because fucking there's It's true. Huh? Yeah, it's they, just if, you, if a guy mindset. hits a woman, it's like, oh, no. You're... I've mentioned it to people before, like um, co-workers and stuff. Like, oh, yeah, um, I, I'm a fan of this woman, Saki Akai. She wrestles at a male company. So she wrestles men yeah. mainly. And they're also shocked. Like, what? She wrestles men? Yeah. Is that possible? It's such a Western thing. That's so stupid. Like, it is play <laughs> fighting. If yeah, you say exactly. that my play fighting <laughs> can't interact with your play fighting, yeah. that's stupid. Yeah, like, I get not really having silly. a woman in MMA fight a man, but in wrestling, who gives a shit? Yeah. Yeah, that's that's the thing. Like, I, I think, like, we're all, like, it's so silly. Because, like, we all know wrestling is a scripted, entertaining show. Like, it's a show. It's for entertainment. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, and we all understand that. And everybody, everyone's like, oh, wrestling's fake, right? But then, like, yeah, okay, you could say that. Wrestling's fake. <gasps> Why is the man wrestling a woman? A man can't like. Didn't you just say it's like, <laughs> like, like? How can you call it fake and then be outraged at the idea of a, a man just punched a woman? I thought he didn't punch her, according to you, because it's fake. You know, <laughs> exactly. like it, it's so silly. Like I don't know. I, I think that you should. We could enjoy the 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 show for the show and the entertainment and the characters. And I so just go with. Oh, you're promoting violence against women. But then you see the opposite. You see, like, a female wrestler hit a male wrestler, and the crowd's like, yay! Like, big cheers. Yeah. The double standards. How many times has a, how, how many times has a woman valet kicked a dude in the nuts? Mm. <laughs> many times. It, everyone loves seeing a smaller or weaker person getting over and, and getting that, that hit on someone who's bigger and stronger. Right? Everyone likes an underdog. Yeah, and that's you know? what it is. Everyone you know? wants to see the little guy beat up the big guy. Or sometimes everyone likes to see that pe- alpha female just destroy the smaller yeah. male, too. <laughs> so that happens. People's big argument would be like, oh, a woman can't be, wouldn't beat a man in real life. But then they're fine seeing fucking Rey Mysterio beat Big Show. It's yeah. like, shut up, people. Exactly, right? Like, it's... It's silly. There, there's no real truth to it. Yeah. It's just, it's just hangups. It's understandable. But you know, I, I, I like the fact that um, Japanese wrestling, especially, is, is, you know, another part of it might be. So, 
in Asia, there is a like I, I forget the, the the term for a genetic term for it, but the the difference in size between men and women, and in Asia, there's a smaller. Traditionally, it's been changing more and more recently, but traditionally in Asia, there's been a, a smaller gap between the average size of men and the average size of women. Like if you look in Thailand or Vietnam or, you know, if you look at the average size of a man versus the average size of a woman, you might talk about like there's a three centimeter difference or something like that. Whereas like in America, if you look yeah. at the average size of a man and the average size of a woman, you have like this massive yeah. gap, right? It's like, oh, there's a very big, there's a big difference. Yeah, there's a big difference. Um, so that might you can be also tell a lot about them by the indentations in their skull. Phrenology is alive and well. Wait, wait are are you are you are you talking about phrenology here? Are you like? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so if 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 you were to uh, massage my head, you could tell me all about me, huh? Well, I don't have to to do that to know that you're criminal scum. Ah, so so the, so the the scientific term I had to Google it is sexual dimorphism is the scientific term for the physical differences uh, between uh, male and female uh, species. Uh, but but yeah, like <laughs> but that's I guess uh, all physical differences. But yeah, so like the difference between yeah. the the size dimorphism between men and women in Asia is smaller than that uh, among yeah. men. Um, so maybe it's easier for us to see like a woman punching a man because this, you know, we're women are basically the same size as men here, um, in some cases. Well, I mean, even dating back, you have uh, films such as Lady Snowblood, the first revenge thriller. Yeah. Boy, well, I love those movies. Like, um, <laughs> you and your films. No, I'm a big fan. Like, so there's a ton. Like, I mean, what is the what, what's the what is the uh, revenge series? The, the the triple series. It's like um, those those are Korean ones, aren't they? It was like Old Boy and two others, weren't they? What was that? Lady Vengeance. Lady, and yeah, sympathy no sympathy for, for Mr. Vengeance. Vengeance and Lady Vengeance, right? Yeah. I love that that the, that whole film genre. When I was a kid, I grew up watching kung fu movies. So, on Saturday mornings, we would watch Saturday afternoon. We would watch uh, a double feature of kung fu flicks, and then me and my brother would go out in the yard and beat each other to a pulp. We would either wrestle or, or awesome. watch kung, kung fu. But yeah, so I'm I'm a big fan. I think Asian cinema is great. Well, on that note. Yeah, so edit out most of what I said today, and then we can <laughs> But no, yeah, it's, uh, I really appreciate it. It's really, really been fun. And even though I know we really chatted about all sorts of random things and just me going off on tangent after tangent after tangent. It's been great. You have been a joy to interview. And I made the show even better. Yeah, whatever. You guys are nice, uh, very polite hosts. No, because people, a lot of people, from what we've heard too, is some people don't actually like watch along with us. Some people just listen to us. So you made for great conversation. No, no. Most people do not watch. It's like eighty uh, percent of people don't actually watch. Did you get some statistics from somewhere? Yep, yep. Okay. I have statistics. Ooh, you've got receipts. So, like, we but... do well. 
by watch, yeah, you need we to share like, watched, like so if we're gonna do like say let's say we did like a hardcore watch along where we focused in on the matches and really just really focused on that um but most uh listeners don't actually watch the episode it's not like used as a let me listen to this as a sidetrack while I watch or whatever. Yeah, no, people no, definitely no. wouldn't want that. We kind of just banter a lot, so, like, to yeah. fill yeah. that space. People are apparently just into it for the banter. Yeah, that's what I... Which I, is I fine. No play, but I play, just banter. I can see that. Well, uh, if, so if... So this is perfectly fine. If you guys invite When we eventually that, do uh, a live watch along, that's banter. when we can do play-by-play. Play. I'll, I'll, I'll improve the banter next time. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, but yeah, I'd, I'd love to do. Let's let's if 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 you guys do have me back, let's watch a Choco Pro sometime. That would be really cool. I'll find. We're, you're definitely doing oh. the crossover. Yeah, we are absolutely having you back. Yeah, because I, I, I'd love to be able to talk match. about some Choco Pros. Longer. You are part of the team. Mm. This has been you... a long process to go from doing interviews to having a, a podcast made with absolutely everyone, but it has been. It has been a, a good process, and I'm glad you could be a part of it. Yeah, it's really cool. I'd love to hopefully continue with it. But hey, I, I've got a question for you guys. So I know, so um, out of curiosity, so for me as a as a Choco Pro stand, I have to ask Choco Pro related questions. So um, speaking of Tej, which if there's a particular Choco Pro or Gato Move member that you would like to see in, or even X member if they're if they're no longer a current member, that's fine too that you would like to see in TJPW that you think would either do particularly well or um, even if you... Rika to Chaka Pro instantly. What's Don't that? have to think about it. Rika to Chaka Pro. Okay, so and you do Rika like, to Chaka Pro. Yeah, so not, either way... I think he not just for like okay, so one it's a day. Question, though. So the first part is like that. Like, who would you like to see on the other roster sometime, even if it's guest? And then the other thing is like, how what type of how would you have them as a character or how would you book them or what fantasy book like how would you have them presented if you will or aligned with so i would just simply have rika go into chaka pro start throttling the ever loving shit out of people causing big fights you know causing general chaos just being rika to her absolute max bullying this other promotion as an invader mm, so who would be the who would be the one to stand up against her in the end i think she'd have to go against aki mm. she challenges for the belt Whoa. challenge for the super asia I mean, she she loses it, obviously, but that would be a phenomenal match. Do you think that any? Do you think she would use the uh, Choco Pro uh, venue in any particularly good way? Do you, can you? Oh that? yeah, she would utterly adapt her game to the space that she's in to be as cruel as humanly possible. Yeah, because that's one of the things that I like about Choco Pro is is especially when you have like guests. Um, is is the Choco Pro venue is so different than your traditional ring. Um, so sometimes you can see very unique and different things from wrestlers that you have seen in other locations. And of course, the outside is like when May wrestles outside of Choco Pro or when they got to move as a ring show, like it's a dip, you see a little bit of a different side of those wrestlers. All right, so what about the other, what about the rest of you guys? What do you, what do you have? Any, any idea or? or... Okay, my, my two things. I want, to see Chie to TJPW, and then I want to see Hyper Masao to Chaco Pro. Oh. 
I think Hyper Missile, because she can utilize that Ichigaya space very creatively. I'd love to see her do some matches in there. That, yeah. Come on, not if there's a crowd. <laughs> yeah, ah, she can figure out some things. Can you? She can get that bike in she there. She would walk on people. Oh, no, she's no. Gonna, she's going to bike, bike around the outside. I mean, Mei Saruga has run over Ryo Mizunami with a bicycle before. So. <laughs> yes. I love I, I love that match. That is one of my favorite matches of all of all time for, for Choco Pro. Absolutely. It is. I, I recommend that. That's one of my first recommend matches when I recommend Choco Pro to people. I, I often use that Mei Saruga versus Ryo Mizunami Falls Count Anywhere match as as a I agree. Example. I would also I, I would also send that to someone for like if I had to recommend. I love that part where like she's on Ryo Mizunami's shoulders and then she just grabs like the top of the sign. <laughs> yeah, and she's about to like fall back. I mean, have to like try to catch her like so she doesn't fall back. I really it's like the, the pots uh, and pans. And then it's when amazing. she's like running, it's, she's like hiding by the. So at that time they had the, um, the the kind of security gate thing uh, in front of the mm-hmm. window, so it like protects yes. the window from like storm the storm gate thing. And then like they ran away, and she was like in there hiding. And then like Mizunami saw her in oh, there, yes. and she's like ah. And then like you see like because you're looking at it into the window, and you see them like it's this like charlie chaplin-esque comedy of like maids in the window and then araki's like ah and then she starts sliding the into the window work. you know it's so ridiculous the camera work for that was phenomenal exactly <laughs> it was outstanding so many good things in that match but anyway so so that's a great i i really think that yeah i think hyper missile definitely lends itself to that style of, of match so you said chie to uh tjpw any any particular Chie like... can be a part of Neobishki Gun. Ah. She's already got. I think she could do it. You, you see, um, she already has her fencing sword. She has her. Yeah, sword. I she think be, she like, would have to be in a butler night. outfit. I think a Chie butler. would lend herself, and I, I feel that Chie would, knowing Chie, she would not be in like mm-hmm. a dress like May. She would be like a butler style, more like what Lulu was wearing or something, or like her knight. I think so. I why fencer. not the fencer? The oh no, she'd have her fencing fencer. saber with her, but she would be in pants and like maybe some frilly. She'd probably like fur, frilly yeah, I don't, sleeve, long sleeve. I, I wouldn't have her in a dress. I would, so I would have her definitely in that kind of style. I mean, she might be in a dress. So she's she's been in dresses before, but I, I feel like she, she would was, but... she would suit the tomboyish kind of look. Exactly. Chie to the frilly dress tournament. No frilly dresses for her. She won't be a maid. Yeah, she she's more the be a butler style, I think. I think both of those are also really good shouts. I think Ange is the better booker at this point. Yes. <laughs> what about one thirty? What do you got? Any any ideas or? Oh, I would Che to TJPW and Palm to Choco Pro. Wait, who is it to Che 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 to TJPW and Palm to Choco Pro? Yeah, yeah, those are another. Yeah, those are yeah. definitely good ones too. Palm, I think they would both fit without even changing anything. Yeah. Without even changing anything. But you're missing out on the opportunity to have Chie and Pum together. <laughs> oh, we're talking about well, they permanent can tag trade team here now, are we? <laughs> permanent trades. I don't know. They'll yeah. meet each other somewhere. Yeah, I don't know. I think that there's... All right, so that that was one question. I guess my other thing is, so especially for 130H, so you're going to be at the LA show. Do you think, knowing the crowd mm-hmm. in LA, do you, do you see anyone being like a breakout star in that in that show? Looking at, at the, the, the roster that they've announced for it, um, do you think it's just going to be the obvious folks that people are going to say, oh, well, I'm supposed to love this one? Or do you think there's going to be a particular uh, wrestler that might stand out more than usual at, in that particular environment? Yeah, like you're going to have the, like the usual of like Ito, 
Miyu and Yuka get good pops because people know mm. them more. But I think Shizume and Endo, like when they see the, after their matches, like maybe at the start they won't know, they might not know mm. too much. But by the end, I think they'll be they'll make some people fans. Mm. I I don't think that people who don't know anything about the product are going to pay that much money to see it. Yeah, or we'll have been able to buy the oh, ticket no, there will be for 30 sure. hours or whatever it sold out in in one day, I'm sure. That's a good point. I think... Well, because even me, I'm I'm taking a friend who knows nothing about this at all. That's I awesome. think people will pop for when they see Miyu do a giant swing. People are going to see... Oh, when yeah, people see for her sure. wrestle, they'll be very impressed to see how Miyu's strong giant she is swings like... are better than Cesaro's, uh, and that's not even a hot yeah. take. That's like, 100%. That's an... <laughs> it's not a competition. Just a truth. <laughs> yeah. Like, well, because she gets to swing around very lighter people than he does. Yeah, that is fair. That is fair. I, I will say that the best, my favorite, the best like swing that I've ever seen, or at least that in my eyes, and, and maybe I'm biased, was Aki versus um, uh, uh, Kaori Yonayama. So Aki versus yes. Yonayama. And, oh, um, yeah. He like swung her. It was like uh, the big swing, but not by their legs, but by the head, you know, having their arm and head in, in the lock. So big swing by that continued up into straight up into the like over his shoulders, uh, whatever that swing is called. I forget the name of it. And I was like, holy crap, I've never seen that before. And that blew my mind. But um, I don't know how it didn't break freaking Yonayama's neck like that looked dangerous as hell. <laughs> she get decapitated after that. Like, that's just wild. Like, but uh, but yeah, so like, I think honestly, yeah, Miyu has like the best uh big swing in the biz at this point um just like i think Kyrie hojo or Kyrie, i guess is she's just now has the best elbow drop ever i do miss the hojo yeah (laughs) like um but yeah so that's kind of neat i I think so Uh, that's another question that i have and maybe this is an, an interesting thought so like to me i remember like i said i remember my first time going to tjpw and not knowing anything about it and um seeing the up up girls perform to start the show and i was like wait what is going on what is this is this like does they contract this dance group to do a thing this is really japanese you know like i guess the way you you think about it and um then they wrestled how do you think like your friend uh that that you're bringing that knows nothing about tjpw or anything like (laughs) that what do you think their reaction is going to be when they see the up up girls come out to perform like an idol-esque dance number before the show And like, as that is part of the whole, he'll probably be like, "What the fuck is this?" Because he's only ever seen like American, like major American wrestling. So yeah, yeah, he'll definitely be taken aback, and I'll probably have to be explaining the whole show. A lot of people think <laughs> like, there's no, like music doesn't belong in wrestling at all. Well, those people are dumb. Exactly. Without uh, Cindy Lauper, there wouldn't be WrestleMania. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, I mean, when you look at it that way, music and 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 pop culture yeah. have gone with wrestling for longer than any of us have been alive. Um, and how often do you see old fans where like they don't really remember the wrestlers too much, but they remember the theme song? Oh, that's another All good the thing. Time. Theme songs, yeah. Well, let's. I'll save some of my questions for for next time. But yeah, because then I'm like, ooh, what's your favorite theme? <laughs> you know, there's like a million fun things to talk about 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 uh our favorite hobbies right so next time yeah definitely well that's why we watch teach 
And because Yuka Sakazaki is the best and she's better than all your favorites. Yay, she should win every match. <laughs> on, on, on that note, what all no, you okay. dumb internet fans say, hot take, Yuka Sakazaki's <laughs> the best. Oh my god, Void closes out after that. <laughs> Well, on that note, ladies and gentlemen, thank you everyone for watching Teach. If you enjoyed our show, then I would recommend to you the other podcasts on the Five Star Network, which is Stardom Quest, the All Elite Cast, Dramatic Dream Dragons. Yes, indeed, Stardom Quest. (laughs) Don't do this to me again. And yes, it's Stardom. I heard it was Stardom Cast. No, it is Stardom Quest. And it was AEW Quest or something, right? All of, oh, <laughs> oh my god, <laughs> these people are hardcore yeah. and know what they're doing. Yeah. They are scoring some amazing interviews, and these other podcasts have existed for years and years and years. We are. Only but spiteful new. They're all great podcasts. We're just fucking with Void. But there's no Choco Procast yet. There's no Choco Cast. <laughs> there is they're, no Choco Cast. They're looking st- for a Monday show. I gotta start my own. Show. I gotta start my own <laughs> podcast. Then it's gonna be the Choco Cast. You know, I can put you in touch with the right people. <laughs> Broadcasting live from the window every whatever day. Jeff's window report. Yes. Well. I hope you've enjoyed the show. Um, Until next time, I'm Jamie Goulding. I'm Angela. I'm Wanted H. And I'm Window Jeff. And until next time, watch Teej. Bye. Bye Bye-bye. Cheers.